<laughs> Welcome to the second episode of Not So In The Know. Oh, it lacks zazz. It lacks all the zazz, but we're going to fix it up. So, uh, if you guys listened to the first episode, or if you followed us on Facebook, um, thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate people giving us feedback and listening to the show. And I'm zazzed about it. <laughs> we, we certainly are. We are very zazzed up about this. Um... But uh, in case this is your first episode, Not So In The Know is essentially a gaming podcast where because I no longer have any time to do anything that has to do with gaming for the most part, uh, my best friend Jeffrey oh, that's me. is going to be filling me, Josh, in on pretty much everything that I missed out because I'm just, I'm just not in the know anymore. Josh don't know shit. I don't know shit about video games. Um, but we're going to try and work that out. So let's get started. Um, Jeff, mm. Mm. what have you been playing lately? Mm. What have you been playing, man? Mm. Tell me about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great game. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty juicy, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Uh, uh, oh, before we get into that, I, I want to, you know, we mentioned at the end of the last podcast, we talked about a couple of things from E3 that yes. we get to mention. Yes, that's right. So... I don't want a little be old bitch who goes back on his word. So, um, mm. Mm. I know one game for sure that we were going to talk about was Extinction. Yes. Which do you know anything about Extinction, Josh? I, I do not. <sighs> Shocking. Um, <laughs> Extinction. What's it for? Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and uh, maybe PC. Okay. As long as it's for PS4, or Xbox One, I don't I'm, I'm know good. that they were specific. Okay. I know there are trail lords. Trail, trail orbs. Um, uh-huh. third person action game <clears throat> uh, heavy basis on mobility there's a lot of uh, wall running Ooh. double jumping, air dashing uh, you have like a grappling hook thing that lets you like swing, I think swing and possibly I know I saw them do you know like a uh, you know like Spider-Man's web zip Yeah, you, like you hit a point and then it like Pulls you real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you do that. So there's a lot of mobility stuff because uh, a lot of people have been calling this like an Attack on Titan ripoff, mm. which, uh, I mean, I don't think that's true because because you're fighting some very large enemies, these lar- this large army of like ogres. Does it have those slightly Monster hunter type upgrades where like you keep on killing monsters, you get their parts? You I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. They okay. They I mean, I really like that about uh, the Attack on Titan game. I played it on Vita, um, yeah, and uh, it was yeah, it, it was it was cool because like it was a very streamlined yeah, version of Monster Hunter. That game's um, really good. It was really unlike fun. Unlike the series, which yeah. is really bad. I've never watched it, but it's, this is this. The writing is it's, awful. It's not an anime podcast, uh, right? <laughs> so yeah. Um, Extinction has you fighting these big ogres where, you know, similar to Attack on Titan, you have to you have to take out their limbs mm-hmm. to kind of, like, knock them down, weaken them, because they are very strong. If you get hit, you're dead. That's it. Really? Yeah, yeah. One hit? One, yeah, one hit. Um, Damn. But uh, they're not the only enemy you'll be fighting. Well, all right, they're not the only enemy you'll be fighting. There's also, like, smaller ads on the ground uh-huh. that you get some, like, um, character action-style combos that you can fight them with, which I think is really cool. And it's something that the Attack on Titan game definitely does not have. 
they were definitely talking in some of the uh, E3 interviews they did. They were definitely talking at length about you know like having a combo system. So that's something that really excites me. But is there any kind of benefit to fighting those ads? Or well, you got to get rid of them. Okay, yeah, I was just they'll say, make trouble is, is, for you. Is it you? literally I just mean, clearing the map? Yeah, like I don't know if there's a benefit, but you, I mean, you have to get rid of them. Like they'll try and kill just say, you. Just saying, like no, no, just just saying, like in my head, I I feel like it would be interesting. Let's say like you have an you have an ability that you have to charge by like doing lots of damage. So you can take out the ads to build yeah. your, your yeah, page yeah, yeah. up. There so is actually like, some stuff like that in this game. Mm. Um, there, I know there are a bunch of charged attacks that you need to break through the uh, the armor on the larger ogres. So yeah. that you can actually destroy the limbs. And then like the uh, the kill point is like on the back of the neck. Like Attack on Titan again. Yeah. Um, but I think it looks like a lot of fun. There's like supposedly like a big horde mode in there. There's cool. different versions of the giant ogres with the you know different armors. The stuff that they showed was very early, but I think like the basic movement, the basic actions look like a lot of fun. So cool. I'm looking forward to Extinction. Yeah, that's being a- done by Iron Galaxy. They did uh, Killer Instinct and Dive, Dive Kick, Kick, and the which are both cool games. And I the think. the sad port of Borderlands Two on the. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. That made me, that made me <laughs> very very sad. Um, uh, but that's cool. I like Iron Galaxy. I, I like I like the stuff that they yeah, make. Yeah, they do some neat uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, it's always nice to see an indie developer not being a port house. Yeah. You know? Because uh-huh. that's exactly what it was with yeah. Borderlands. Like, they were just a porthouse. Um, but cool. Yeah. Cool. So that's Extinction. Uh, so, also, we didn't mention uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z. Which, <laughs> Dragon um, Ball Fighters Z. Uh, looks really neat. Dude, I uh, want it so bad. I want it more than Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. I want yeah, it way more than Marvel's Capcom. So I didn't look too much into it because mm-hmm. as soon as I saw Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I was just like, I want that. Yeah, I'm, getting, know, I'm probably gonna get it day one. It's a it's a 2D side scrolling fighter, mm-hmm. like very classic 2D side scrolling fighter that um that you know by this point those things are kind of a known quantity. Yep. Like yeah. you see it, and you pretty much know what it is. Definitely. Um, and anybody who you know kind of grew up in our generation, if you're like in your 20s, um you know that uh, no matter what you say to yourself or other people, you have some reverence for Dragon Ball Z. And if you say that you don't, you're a piece of shit. Dude, I used to sprint home from elementary school to catch the episode. Yeah. Like, because yeah, my, my school was right down the block from my house. I would run. Yeah. I would run to see Tom announce the newest episode and just, like, get it going. I don't know if that was elementary school, though. That it was, was elementary school. Yeah. School. Uh, no, no. I remember running home from elementary school and catching like the end of Sailor Moon into Dragon Ball Z if oh. I went fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, dude, Dragon Ball Z fighters. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks really good. Yeah. Um, made by Namco Bandai. Yep. Um, and they they they're like one of my favorite developers anymore. Um, and, yeah. and publishers because you know like I they love anime shit. That and that I makes Jeffy I, happy. I love Vita and they support Vita. They Ta-ta-ta. still support Vita. Like. I waited so long for God Eater 2 mm-hmm. to come out in English, and I never thought it was going to. I imported... Did they do that? They did. Oh, yeah? I imported, uh, I imported um, God Eater 2 and God Eater 2 Rage Burst in Japanese. Mm-hmm. I played them all the way through in Japanese because I thought they would never come out in did English. Did you God Eater 2? In Japanese. Oh, Not in English right, yet. In um, I'm still playing through the first one in English in Japanese, which is God so Eater So how did you know you even beat it? In, in Japanese? Yeah. Because I saw the credits roll. Yeah, I know, but that's like it's good enough for me. But that's like that's good. No, 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 that's no. like when you were playing Persona Four and you told me you saw the credits. Hold roll. on a second. I got an ending in Persona that Four. Mean you beat it. 
Technically, right, okay. I beat it. All right, okay, dude. I put, that's like that's I put, like our discussion about prey. I put ninety <laughs> hours into it. Just fucking give me it. Okay, but you didn't get the true ending. Jesus Christ! All right, I'll get it eventually. I'm playing through it. Again. I'm <laughs> no, still, you won't. But that's no, okay. no, I'm still I'm still playing through it again. I'm Are on my new I'm, I'm on new game plus. I'm playing on hardest difficulty and I'm loving it. Yeah, every couple of months I pick it back up and I play for another hour. Wait, wait, hour, wait. So. Why did you pick that back up? Why aren't you just playing Persona Five? Did I'm still playing Persona Five. Oh, okay, yeah, still playing Persona Five. <laughs> Um, uh, but no, like I, every once in a while, like I'll just have my Vita. I'll be like, I kind of want to play Persona today. You beat Persona 5? Yeah, it took a long time. Yeah, dude, I know. This is a long game. Um, Anyway, let's, let's get back on track. So other things Uh, about E3. Um, we talked about distinction. We talked about Dragon Ball Z. So the other thing we didn't mention is, uh, literally the only thing from E3 that Josh knew about Mm -hmm. because he got a boner so hard (laughs) that, um, I can't even make a good enough metaphor, uh, (laughs) Something might have exploded. Uh, maybe popped a blood vessel or something. A few of them. Yeah. There's finally a new Metroid. There's new there's, Metroid. There's two, two, two new Metroids. Okay, so I am I am a diehard Metroid fan. Uh, Samus think, is my girl. I'm wearing one of my yeah, Metroid shirts right now. Yeah. One of my like 15 Metroid shirts. Yeah. Uh, I I I just love Metroid, and um, they they announced Metroid Prime Four, which made me scream at the top of my lungs. Uh-huh. And they showed off. Actually, uh, no. I called you after that announcement. Yeah. You were not enthused. No, no, no. I was no. very I, upset. As I watched the teaser trailer, I was like, oh my god, here it comes. <laughs> it's just and then unbelievable it's just, it's just, it's like, just a logo. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this isn't anything. It's just Metroid yeah. 4. So this but, all speaks to the shitty nature of Nintendo. It does. It in does. that you only got a logo. They're all about the bait and switch. And the <laughs> other game... Is for the fucking 3DS. It's for the 3DS. When yeah. they just put out a new goddamn console. Yeah. Well, well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Couple things. First one. Metroid: Samus Returns is Nintendo's remake of Metroid 2: Return of Samus that was originally for the Game Boy. Um, and it's funny because if you, if for any Metroid fans that are listening, if you remember, there was an indie developer who made AM2R, which is a Metroid right. 2 remake, yeah. like a year or two ago, and it's really good. If you can find a file for it. Definitely get it, um, but Nintendo shut that shit down with a cease and desist order. And the day that they did it, I had just finished it. It was a couple days after it came out. I played it all the way through, and I was like, you know, I bet they're doing that because they're working on a Metroid 2 remake. Fast forward a few years, yeah. here we are. Yeah. So it looks good. I I like a lot of the mechanics. There's yeah, this the, this the interesting 360 counter. degree firing yeah. thing. There's also the oh, melee yeah, counter. The yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. And then those those amiibo. I mean, Jeff will attest to this. I have like five amiibo. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, me too. I have I have two Samus amiibos, and then I have a couple for uh, Legends of the Breath I, of the Wild. Yeah, I just that's have it. Those Breath of the Wild I, I don't I don't care double. about amiibos. Yeah. Um, but I will have the Metroid ones. I already, uh, I already nice ordered. Figures, you know, for yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I, I love my little eight bit link. I just think it's shitty that like Breath of the Wild specifically to get those like legacy outfits. Like literally any other game would have given you that shit for free as like pre orders. Totally, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like it's just because it's a Nintendo game. That you have to pay fifteen dollars for the fucking amiibo if you can find it, and then hope that and you then get try a chest every with, day. Yeah, yep, or you can do or you can do saves coming. Yeah, which is what which we, we did. did. We did. And Any, still anyway, wait, everything wait, 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 back on track, back on track. So, so uh, uh, I believe that Metroid comes out for the 3DS in September. Um, See, Josh knows about Metroid. I, I, I know, man. I know. I, I already reserved it. I've already paid it off. Paid I it love off, like, Metroidvania too. Like, oh, dude, to be yes, honest, yes. Like, um, but I, I think clear. it's, I think it's so funny that like 
after all of these other Metroid-esque games come out, and all these other indie developers have stepped up and, like, taken the mantle from Nintendo and made some seriously unique experiences, Guacamelee, Axiom yeah. Verge, just to name, like, two really big, like, heavy hitters in that. Um, I actually met Thomas Happ, the guy who created Axiom Verge. He's a really, really cool guy. Yeah, I couldn't play I'm, Axiom Verge. It's, the, the, the colors hurt your eyes, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's much better playing it on I Vita than it is playing it on PS4, in my opinion, because the smaller screen makes it so you don't get dizzy as easily. Um, but yeah, Thomas Happ is a really good guy. I met him at PlayStation Experience, the first PlayStation Experience. Um, and he let me play through the game, and then he gave me a t-shirt. So I have an Axiom Verge t-shirt. Oh, Nino yes, Torpedo. Josh made cool. a friend. Yeah, I did. I did. He's a really nice guy. Um, shout out to Tom if he ever listens to this. Uh, but yeah, so Metro Prime 4 is in development. I'm slightly worried, even though we haven't seen anything yet, because it is not being developed by Retro Studios, yeah. which is the team that made the first three Metroid Primes. And granted, Metro Prime 3 is not my favorite in the series. It's definitely the lowest ranked in my book. Um, but Metro Prime 1, and 1 specifically is a masterpiece, in my opinion. Samus, and Samus 2 is Returns great. Returns isn't even being worked on by the... Uh... No, I, uh, two, if I remember correctly, oh, crap, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember who's making it. I I think it's it might be Aperture Studios, which are the guys that made um, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate yeah, they, for the, the Vita they, and the 3DS. They and made they, the Portal Gun and the Goo? Did they? No, you're taking of Aperture Sciences from Portal. Same thing. Okay. Well, anyway... Uh, yeah, so that... I heard that Arkham Blackgate game was It's not good. Bad. It's not good. Um, it, of course you played it. You it's, play it's, everything Well, no, no, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Aperture is made up of old developers who came from Retro Studios. <laughs> so you would think that... Oh, you're such a dick. Uh-huh. So you would think that they, they knowing the formula of Metroid, would be able to make a Batman game in that style that would be really good. Because yeah. if you remember the original Arkham Asylum, it played like a 3D action game with Metroid elements. Yeah. Like you had to get upgrades in order yeah, to unlock new areas. Yep. And they all played like that, yeah. So I thought it was going to be great, and it just, it was not. The, the worst well, thing about that game is... It wasn't styled like... The other Arkham games at all. No, it was a side-scroller. It was a side-scroller with, like, multiple planes. So you could, like, move forward and move back for your fights. It was cool because it made, like, that flow-motion combat very interesting if you were playing Mm -hmm. it like that. Um, I played it on Vita, not on 3DS, so maybe the 3D effect for that would have been cool. But the worst thing about that game Mm -hmm. is that, let's say say you beat a room full of enemies, Mm -hmm. okay? Let's say you beat all the rooms full of enemies. Mm -hmm. And you're all the way at point B on one side of the map, and you got to backtrack to point A. There are no enemies. You're running through quiet hallways all the way back. None of the enemies respawn so that, you know, once you kill all of them, and there's a shitload of backtracking in the game, so there's no one. Well, in the other Arkham games, like... Areas will be empty. And and I get that. Stay clear for a little while. Yeah, and I get that. I get that, but they repopulate. Yes. Uh, Blackgate does not repopulate at all. And the backtracking in that game is fucking fierce. Yeah. So it really got annoying. I really didn't like it. Anyway, though. So Metroid Samus Returns coming out soon, along with two new Amiibo, one of Samus in her armor, uh, in, in the version of the Varia suit from Metroid Samus Returns, right. along with a Metroid uh, breaking out of the capsule. Head, and it's, it's, it's got a little squishy head. Dude, I am going to chew on it. Yeah. I'm going to chew on that yeah. Metroid. It's yeah. going to be great. I'm going to give it to my rabbit, and she's going to chew on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I won't, little, I won't do that. I won't, I won't, yeah, I won't give that to Metroid. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's move forward. Uh, so, do we have okay. anything else that we're talking about from E3? 
No, that should be everything for cool. me three. I, I had a few people listen to the first podcast and told me, well, you didn't mention something. And I was like, what did we not mention for me three? Oh, yeah. Well, that, mostly Metroid. That, that reminds me. That reminds me. If there is something that you guys ever want us to talk about, just because this podcast has uh, a yeah. specific theme, Message tell us. Message our Facebook us. page, yeah. email, post, post it on Facebook. SoundCloud. Definitely, definitely. We would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. We really appreciate people actually giving us feedback on yeah, the first episode. Totally. We didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't think anyone was going to actually listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, those people aren't alive anymore, but... Well, they were all criticism they, they were is, all dicks. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't handle their criticism well at all. But now we are because we have closure knowing that they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Anyway, so, so let's move forward. Jeff. What have you been playing? I've been playing a lot, actually. Tell it's me about it. A while since Tell me we, about it. Uh, it's been a while since we last recorded here. Um, yeah, we are a little bit late, but we are getting back into yeah, the bi-weekly so swing of things. I, I did have some time to get my hands on some things. Um, obviously, we know it's the summer, and that's always a big lull with video games. Yes. A couple of things came out. Uh, so, number one, this game actually came out like three or four years ago on PC. And... Um, you know I only have, like, a gaming laptop, and at this point, that thing's pretty old, so it doesn't run things as yeah, amazingly as when did as you get like that it Alienware? It's gotta be, like, five, six like, years now? It was, like, my second or third year of college. Yeah, it's so been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So it's been, it's like, five or six years. Yeah, um, look at me. Yeah, way to go, Dash. <laughs> um, so I've been playing Elite Dangerous on my PlayStation. Mm. Uh, I really need to play that. Yeah. I love should. space games. Yeah. It's, like, love Elite Dangerous, games. like, one of the best space sims there is, mm. uh... It's like it uses like the closest, most up to date physics that we know, the most up to date like model of the Milky Way galaxy that there is. <laughs> they built a scale model of the Milky Way galaxy. That's amazing. Right, as far as we know. Until fucking Star like, Citizen ever seconds, comes out. Yeah. They've got light <laughs> seconds and megameters and oh. like yeah, and like uh you Megam- know, if you get, megameters. If, if you get like a little too close within a planet's like gravity field, you'll start slowing down. Really? Even when you're doing faster than light travel. Which, like, most of the time if you're trying to go somewhere, you have to do faster than light travel. Things are so far away from each other. Yeah, and then, um, you know, if, you, if, you, uh, if you're, like, speeding towards something uh-huh. and it looks like it's very far away, and then you disengage your faster than light travel, you'll, like, shoot right towards it, and you'll be so close that you're about to crash. Wow. So you actually have to, like, calculate your timing and your speed. Um, it's really cool. I like um, it. I, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really played that game. Like, at all. I haven't really seen anything about the game. I know that space combat, spaceship combat, excuse me, is a very heavy influence on the game. Um, so, so just as, as a question, uh, and with a little bit of context, there was a game for the Xbox 360, because I love Star Trek, called Star Trek uh, 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 something. Voyager? Generations, maybe. Star Trek Generations. Okay. Um, maybe. I, I think that's what it was called. <laughs> okay. Any, anyway, anyway. So, in this game, like, you can fly the Enterprise, like, anywhere you want, mm-hmm. but when you get too close to a planet, that planet becomes, like, just a ball in space. It's very tiny. Like, your ship is, like, half the size of this planet. And you just kind of bump it. And you just kind of go around it. Which was one of the stupidest but that funniest things in the game. That does not happen in Elite So, Dangerous. if I were to fly directly at a planet in, in Elite Dangerous, what would happen? Okay, so that depends on the planet. And that depends on how much money you spent. So, let's say, for example, the, the planet has, like, atmosphere. Like, if it was, like, Earth. Well, again, it, it depends on how much money you spent... And also the planet in question. I guess what I'm trying to say is because, like... Wait. Yeah. Listen. There's an expansion for Elite Dangerous called Horizons. Mm. Which makes you able to land on planets. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, if you don't have that, you can't. You just crash into the planet right. and blow you know, up. Well, so... Um, 
before you can even hit the planet, uh, you'll be mass locked. You'll be pulled out of faster than light speed because the force of the gravity from, from the planet will be too strong for your engines and you'll get pulled out of faster than light speed. Okay. Um, you can then crash once you get close enough, which actually like, even if it's a huge planet on your screen and it looks like you should be right there, it's still, you know, we're talking about space. Like, things are large and space is huge. Yeah. Like, even if it looks like it's right there, you're still kind of far away from it. So, eventually, yes, you can boop into the planet. <laughs> boop. Uh, depending on how good your shields are, you may or may not die. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really tried it because it's... <laughs> Elite Dangerous is almost like Dark Souls. Everything's saved on the server. Oh, dude. Yeah, so if you lose your ship, you if lose, you don't have enough lose money to pay for it to get it back... Then that ship's gone. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, uh, I, I remember back in the day when I used to play EVE Online a lot. Mm -hmm. EVE Online has a mechanic where you can actually buy ship insurance. Yeah, yeah, um, you can do that in Elite as well. That's cool. So, like, you, buying, you can pay for a different level of ISK, right. which is the currency and, and And buying back a ship doesn't cost as much as it was to, like, buy the ship in the first place and buy all the modules for it. Um, like, the first ship I upgrade... So, everybody starts... Everybody's going to start with a basic Signwinder. Um... And that'll be free. That's like the default Like, every ship. time you die in that, you can get it back for free. That's cool. So you can, yeah, so you can actually learn the game without worrying too much. Mm. Um, but then once you've bought your next ship, if it gets destroyed, you have to pay for it to get it back again. So uh, okay. my first ship was like maybe 2,500,000 credits. Okay? So uh, That's a lot of I, credits. I actually lost it the other day. Because, oh. because I was bounty hunting, and um, the cops, the space cops... The, the the time police they were about oh my to god the time police <laughs> is that were, a super jail reference yes you just said a, oh that's beautiful uh, I love you man um the space cops were about to blow up this guy I wanted his bounty right uh -huh. but you can't shoot anyone even if you even if you know they're being attacked by the police until you've scanned that ship and seen on your scanner that that person is wanted shooting them is a crime. So the police were about to kill this guy. Yeah. And I wanted to get a shot in so that I would get the bounty. Mm -hmm. A split second before my scanner told me he was wanted, I hit him. And now I'm a wanted man. <laughs> and all the cops are right there. And I'm dead. Aww. So that 2,500,000 credit ship, gone. And I have an option to restore it for like... A hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. Oh, that's not so bad. Hundred and fifty thousand credits. Yeah, something like is that. Is it difficult to accrue money in the game? Uh, it can take a while. Do you uh, have that kind of money? I, I, I did. I had it. Oh, I, so you, I, you was, got I was bounty hunting, but now I'm in, now I only have like sixty thousand. Dude, I gotta left. get that game. We should play it together. Yeah, can you get it? Can you go out? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah! How much yeah. is it? Uh, so you can get it for thirty. What if I wanted that uh, expansion? If you want the expansion, and also so. So, um, the Horizons Season Pass includes every expansion they've ever made for Elite Dangerous and the one that is about to come out. So, it's more than just the ability to land on planets. They actually did add a lot because, uh, like, I, like I was saying earlier, I played this game back on my laptop when it first came out. I remember you doing that. I also remember you playing it in Early Access on Xbox. I did for a little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was that was after the game. That was like a year or two after the game. I remember, game. I remember. It was like... Uh, well, I didn't think didn't it handled... Just, didn't it come out first in terms of consoles on Xbox? That's why you yes, played it on Early Access? Yes, it did. Okay. Um, uh, I didn't think it handled very well on Xbox. Um, I don't know. It might have just been the state of the hardware at the time. But also, a big issue that I had with Elite Dangerous, especially at the time, was... Um, it was 100... So, this is a die-hard, super hardcore space sim. 
Yeah. It is 100% made for someone who has a flight stick and a throttle. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But if you don't have those things Mm -hmm. and you have to play with a mouse and keyboard or a controller, things are significantly more difficult for you. So could you hook a throttle up to your... I don't know. I don't have one, so I haven't gotten to try. That's true. It might be possible, but... um, so, uh, so my biggest problem with it on Xbox was that uh, playing the game on controller was terrible. But I think that they've done some work to it. It's actually handling very well on my PlayStation. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, the you're playing con- it with a PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DualShock Four controllers controls aren't bad. Now, again, there's a lot of functions in this game, more than a controller can handle easily. So uh, there are a couple of things that I don't have quick access to that I'm a little worried about, but since it's the early game right now, and this is a big and long game, I'm not, you know, I'm not too broken up over it. I'm just kind of doing what I can, and uh, assigning functions as I need them. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on. You have multiple panels in your ship, like different contact panels, transaction panels, like different, um, like rep panels to see like how you're doing with the different factions. And, you know, in addition to f- being able to fly your ship, on you know all different axes and like divert power to engines, systems, shields, weapons. Um, you have to be able to do all these things and also use the like in ship panels. Like the controller needs functions for all of those things. Did I ever tell you about how I tried? I, I just remembered this actually. I tried this game in VR at E3 a couple of years ago. Elite. Yeah. I really. I it hear was, it's amazing. It was really VR, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you um, can actually like hold your hand out and like the yeah. little elements of like yeah. your HUD would pop up. That and, like game, if you look at it, like the holograms do. That stuff. That game was totally made to be completely immersive, mm. right down to the actual physics of it. Does it have PlayStation VR support or no? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, we have to look into that. Yeah. That's but cool. it's it's fun. You should get it. I would love to have yeah, you dude, to we, play it with. I'll be your wingman. Yeah, that'll be Fern. Fern. All right, let's uh, move forward. What else are you playing? So yesterday, uh, that was Tuesday the eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking around the PlayStation Store to uh, find new things. Yeah. And uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained. Have you ever played Orcs Must Die? I don't think so. Have you ever played Dungeon Defenders? I don't think so. Okay, so I, I know that uh, I, I know that at least I'm pretty sure that Dungeon Defenders is made by Robot Entertainment, uh-huh. um, which is a development studio that actually used to be um, Ensemble Studios, and that was the development studio that created the Age of Empires series along with Halo Wars. Uh huh. That's completely irreverent. Uh, Ir- irrelevant. Irreverent. Gash. <laughs> oh man. Um, I was just I was just trying to demonstrate my knowledge. You don't have no knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Orcs Must Die, yeah. Unchained, went free yesterday. Cool. So, if it's free, that's for me. Uh, no, it was just free. Okay. Uh, I think. Uh, so, here's the setup. There are tons of orcs. Mm-hmm. You have shitloads of traps. Like, tons of traps that you could place all over the place. And you're trying to keep them from getting a certain point on the map. Okay. In addition to your traps, you also have character abilities. You have different attacks... I already like different this. specials. This yeah. sounds fun. So yeah. you know how tower defense isn't really my thing. Uh, this is this is kind of like tower defense with a heavy action consideration, like uh, heavy focus on action. Uh, the different character abilities and <clears throat> different traps definitely like, and the speed of the enemies definitely keep the uh, 
the action rolling. You know, it's, it's not like uh, it's not like you're just standing back and letting your defenses do all the work necessarily. Yeah. Although you can put up a lot of traps, and some of them are absolutely fucking brutal, and you will see orc parts sprayed all over the place. That's awesome. Is there blood? Nice. Is there blood green? Uh, no, it's red. Oh, okay. I mean, whatever. Would you get off your damn phone sorry. podcast? Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's, there's things happening. What the fuck, okay. Josh? <laughs> Completely derailed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You, we were talking about the blood. You said it was red. Okay, so... So, wait. So, you said that there are character skills. Uh-huh. So, when you say that there are character skills, do you mean, like, each character has just, like, one ability that they can do aside from just setting traps? Or is it, like, let's say if my... Dude has a what's a weapon that you fight so against like, with? So like, like the a, standard a, character has a bludgeon. A, the standard character has like a lightning infused crossbow. That sounds epic. Can you yeah. shoot it at things? Like, is there ammo? No, you don't shoot it. No, I mean like, is you it? You just a, hold it. What, and I'm, look at no, it. what I'm saying is like, is it my character ability to shoot it, or can I shoot it at any time? You can shoot it at any time. So yeah, it's kind of like a third person it. shooter with yeah, traps. Uh, well, there's also melee characters, hmm. which Jeffy likes. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You're a melee kind like, of guy. I was playing as this guy called uh, Temper. And he's a minotaur who, in his character description, it says, his rage often surprises even him, which <laughs> made me really happy. Uh, That's a very he's got, Jeff character. He's got, yeah, he's got a blacksmith hammer and an anvil that he punches enemies with. What? Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's... So every character has, like, a mana bar. But Temper's different. He works on rage... Which, again, he's a very Jeff character. Yes. Uh, so, his as you do damage and take damage, your rage builds up. And if you fill the meter and then keep, like, uh, keep, like, doing things to fill rage, he'll eventually explode and do, like, huge AoE damage, hmm. which is great. Uh, but he also has, like, one of his skills is called Hacky Place. And then you see this big, like, pissed-off blacksmith minotaur. He makes a big rainbow, and then he starts, like, fluttering his arms around. Oh, my God. And he exchanges rage for health and a speed boost. Hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting. And then he also has has these, uh, like, big hammer slams. He has, like, a bull rush that knocks enemies away. But it all all works on rage, so you have to, like, decide if you want to uh, allow yourself that big AoE explosion... Or use up your rage. Make sure you save enough to do happy plays and save in case your health goes down. So that's just one of the characters. Like I said before, the uh, the standard character who you have to play the prologue with, his name is Maximilian. He has a lightning-infused crossbow that does chain lightning damage every time you hit. And there's no clip for it. There's no ammo. You can just keep shooting. You can stand that's back, cool. let your traps do the work. Yeah. Keep shooting. He's got, like, a lightning shield in case the enemies get too close. And he's got, like, a... Uh, his other special ability is like a multi-bolt shot. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. That sounds there's, fun. Oh. There's a lot of different multiplayer yeah. modes in it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. it's Unfortunately, the co-op is only three players, which... Weird. Yeah. Uh, Maybe engine limitations. It's kind of like what fucking Destiny did. I, you know, it should go up to four players at least always. Um, and then there's like, it looks like there's kind of a 5v5 mode. Where, like, two teams are are playing on the same map. Mm-hmm. Like, two different instances, I, I, I believe. I didn't watch the video yet. Um, two different instances that, uh, I guess, depending on how well you do, you kind of debuff the other team. And then whoever has the most points at the end wins. Hmm. Yeah. So, it, it's interesting. It's free. 
There's a bunch of different characters with a bunch of different abilities. There's a lot of different, you know, like upgrading traps, um, getting different like gear pieces for your characters. There's a lot of stuff to do for a free game, which cool. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I was playing that uh, most of yesterday. Uh, most of this week, I've been taking time to play Paladins. Which yeah, uh, yeah, I was over your house the other day. I saw you playing it. Yeah, Paladins is a a little bit of a point of contention because. For a long time, I was very skeptical to try Paladins. I had a friend telling me constantly, uh, while while myself and a group of other people were in a party on PlayStation playing Overwatch, he would come in and say, yo, who wants to play Paladins? And we would all laugh at him and call him a douchebag. Yeah. Because Paladins, for a long time, seemed like the poor man's Overwatch. It was free, and it was like completely copying Overwatch. Like it, a, it looks a lot like it. Yeah, it, and and there's a lot of characters that, like at first glance, you think are wow, they completely 100% ripped this from Overwatch. There's like there's a mech character named Ruckus. It's a it's a little goblin in a mech, and his name is Ruckus, and he looks 100% like Diva. The mm. only the only difference really between their abilities is that Me- Ruckus doesn't jump out of the mech when he dies. Like, he just dies. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and he doesn't do a big explosion for his ult. He actually, like, he grows more machine guns and then just goes into, like, a berserker cool. mode. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I just imagine, like, a very small monster screaming in agony as machine guns burst forth out of him. But, Josh, you always imagine that. I do. Um, but Paladins is actually awesome. I finally gave it a try. And to be honest, right now, I like it more than Overwatch. Uh, wow. It doesn't feel as competitive. You're you're stuck like But when you when you say that when you say that, do you mean that it has more of a relaxed gameplay style? Like it's it's just fun for the sake of fun? I don't know that that's true. Hmm. I feel like I feel like Overwatch is very heavily tuned, and that's not a bad thing. But then you get into these like situations where you have super competitive players. You have, you know, people screaming at you, like, you're not following the meta, the dive meta, you have to, you have to fucking, someone's gotta play as Winston, we need three tanks. I hate that shit. Fuck, yeah, and I hate that. And I haven't come across that in Paladins. So then it is know, more relaxed. Yeah. People are just playing uh, to have fun. It could just be, you know, something about the, like, the state of the, the popularity of the game. Because um, that could happen with Paladins eventually. But, um, there's also, uh... Like, one of the different mechanics about Paladins is that you can't... You, you pick a character, and that's who you're set with for the match. So, there's more strategy in building your team. You don't... Like, you know that for the whole match, you're going to have a steady tank and a steady healer. Like, at no point is anybody going to switch off the role that they need to be fulfilling, right? Yeah. Um, and then also... You know what character you're playing, and there's an element of customization to every character. You build, you build card decks with them, uh, a deck of like five cards. Ooh, there's cards. Yeah, that, I like games. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> that like will that have passives that buff their abilities. Like okay. maybe maybe we'll give life steal for a certain ability, or maybe make uh, kills cool down another ability faster. So you actually like build the character you want out of a certain like character setup. Um, which is super interesting. I think that's cool. Like, if I could customize some of the Overwatch characters, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. It would break their balance, obviously, so I know why they don't do it. Um, <clears throat> but I really am enjoying Paladins right now. Awesome. And I would say anybody who's 
feeling a little fatigued from Overwatch, Paladins is free. Give it a try. Is Paladins just on PS4? No, it's on PC as well. Okay. I don't think it's on Xbox, but I think yeah, it might Yeah, I haven't be coming. seen it on there. It might be coming. Cool. <clears throat> um, I'm so excited I finally got to go back into Horizon. When I beat that game earlier this year, it gave me, like, tears of splendor. Because <laughs> I loved the story. Uh, I loved the gameplay. I'm I love the world. I'm about 30 minutes I know. Game. I'm still mad at you about that. Uh, you need to fucking play that game. Uh, I don't have the time, man. I can't. That, I can't. You know what Horizon is like? What? It's like The Witcher. They're both fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, so they finally put out the expansion, or not an expansion, but the, um, the update. The update for Horizon that gives you New Game Plus. And they also included Ultra Hard Mode. So actually, I have a question about this. What exactly does the New Game Plus give you? So. Do you keep your skill tree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep everything. I you keep your whole inventory. There's even. There's like a weapon that you get at the end of the game as like a story event, and mm. you still have that. That's awesome. Um, uh, in New Game Plus, you can get adept weapons that are stronger. I think they will be even stronger and cost more money mm-hmm. if you crank up the difficulty, which is what I did. I cranked it all the way up to ultra hard. I played the game through the first time on the second highest difficulty, which is hard mode. And then uh, when I was cleaning up the open world, when I had nothing else to do, I cranked it up to very hard, uh, which is the highest difficulty. Without um, doing the ultra mode. Right. Right, because it wasn't out yet. Now I'm on Ultra Hard, and it is fucking Ultra Hard. Uh, Stormbirds are fucking dicks. I don't know what those are. God damn it, Josh. They're giant flying machines that I just like... I just imagined an angry cloud with wings. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, bingo. Done. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> uh, everything's a fucking dick in Ultra Hard. <laughs> like, uh, you're supposed to... Like, the best armor in the game is the Shield Weaver armor, which gives you, like, an... Like, an extra shield over your health, which, like, no, no other armor does that. And, like, one hit from, like, a fucking grazer can take out my whole shield. I know what a grazer is. Yeah. Oh, good for you, Dash. Yeah. Look at you knowing in, things. In the first 20 minutes of the Big game. Big boy pants. You see. <laughs> in the first 20 minutes of the game, you see one of those. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's how I know what that yeah. is. Yeah. Josh played some of that game. Woo! Hooray. All right. Uh, cool. Yeah. I know. I know that the new expansion, which is uh, into the Frozen Wilds. Yeah, uh, the Frozen Wilds. The yeah. Frozen Wilds. I tried. You go um, into the like Banook region. Banook. 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 So I'm super excited for that. I'm so happy yeah, I, to I have know a you reason to play that game again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Horizon's awesome. Uh, definitely get into that new game. Plus, Josh, fucking play the goddamn game. God damn it. <sighs> Uh, I, I have I, I get super duper bad open world game fatigue. Why? I don't know. There's I just, love open world. There's games. something there's something about having way too much choice in whatever I want to do at any given time that just overwhelms me. Just pick the closest thing and go for it. It doesn't work that way for me. Why? Like I'm playing Mordor right now and Oh, you can't that that game is an open world like No, Horizon no, it's not. It's not, but it's it's just the right size where I don't get tired of it. No, but I don't even mean size-wise. I mean, like, uh... There's just enough stuff to do that's similar enough that it's not going to distract me or overwhelm me or intimidate me into not wanting to play. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like there are certain games that have gotten so large that I, I just can't stay focused on what I want to do. And knowing you that You don't have to do yeah, any I, of the side I, I totally know that. I totally know that. But but there's, there's, there's the feeling of, like, dude, I'm skipping stuff. 
Like, yes, it might be side stuff, but, but I'm skipping it. But you're not. The story is told in the story. I gotta... Like, maybe maybe I'll get past that, but until like I do, in, like, in a, I can't in a, do it. In a game like The Witcher, where the writing is just immaculate throughout, whether you're doing a side mission or a story mission, yeah. I can understand that. You don't want to miss, like, these really compelling side stories, even. Or, you know, an opportunity to upgrade. But most of the side stuff in Horizon are just side activities. Mm. You know? Like, uh... It's just stuff to maybe make you a little stronger. Most of it, uh, there's a couple side missions that have good stories to them, but uh, re- like the main story of Horizon is really what you want to see. It's very well, well written. So you should actually fucking play it. John. For a second there, I thought you were gonna say it's very relevant. And I was gonna be like, oh, it's very relevant. <laughs> you know, I gotta watch out for those storm birds. Josh, you're being irreverent. Oh man. Anyway, so so that's cool. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll get back to it eventually. I don't know. And then the last thing that I played recently, mm-hmm. also hard as fuck, the Trials of the Sword. I was mm. also very happy that's, to have a that's, reason. That's the new expansion for Breath of the Wild. Yes, I was very happy to have a reason to go back into Breath of the Wild. Um, no, I didn't get all the fucking Koroks because only an insane person like my friend Jared would do that. He got the that golden piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, you got the golden poo. I love that. It's like spoilers, Jack. It's it's like you, dude. The game's been out for a while now, and it's, it's I mean, who cares about that? But it's like, yeah, you collect all the the Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild, and the and game pissed. the game literally tells you with an item that you are a piece of shit yeah. for doing so. Yeah. No, it actually it actually makes enemies like turn and run from you because like you, some because of the you smell ones. like ass. Yeah, because you stink like shit. Yeah. Well, just like Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Nintendo is the golden turd. <laughs> anyway. Trials of the Sword is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest anybody who enjoyed the basic mechanics of Breath of the Wild to play it. Because Trials of the Sword is almost like Zelda the survival game. Um, you start with nothing. Literally, the only thing that you take in from your actual game is how many hearts and how much stamina you had. Do you not get to take the Master Sword? I thought Trials of the Sword was all about No, you get nothing. Hmm. You get nothing. Thing you have your runes, your hearts, and your stamina. That's it. Interesting. And um, it's just like starting on the Great Plateau, only these are like end game enemies and end game strategies that you wow. have to use. Yeah. Wow. So you have to like, you know, if you want a weapon, you got to use your like bombs or your magnesis rune to kill someone and steal. You know. It's just like starting on the Great Plateau again. You're going to be using branches. Except you have those runes. Yeah. Branches and wooden clubs. Wow. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, shit gets... Shit ramps up. I bet. Like, there's one of the final rooms. The final room has a Lionel. The highest level of Lionel. Isn't that the thing that you kill? Plus other thing. Is yeah. that the thing you kill? Yeah, the only hard oh, thing I'm, in the I'm, whole game. I'm not going to be, I'm I'm not gonna be able to... I'm not going to be able to play it. I, you're fucked. I'm shrugging at Jeff right now. You're a fuck. I'm sorry, man. Shrug again. I'll keep telling you. You are a fuck. Play the damn game. From now on, if Jeff ever tells me on this show that I am a fuck, it is because I am shrugging at him. No, it's because you're a fuck. Uh, but yeah, Trials of the Sword is awesome. Cool. I wish you would play it. Yeah. I wish you'd play a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've actually been playing a couple things. Um, so I recently got a PS2 again, 
and I picked up a copy of Front Mission 4, which I never got to play. Oh, that's great. You're playing a more than 10-year-old game when there are amazing games that you already own, like Horizon and The Witcher that look, you could be playing look, instead? I, I love strategy games. A game that you already played? No, I never played Front Mission 4. Uh-huh. I never played it. A likely story. I, a, a, anyway, um, Front Mission 4... There's a lot of things you never played. Is... Like The Witcher. And Horizon. And Zelda. Now, now, I have played those. I just haven't finished them. Well, fuck you. All right. Anyway, so Front Mission 4 is a strategy game where uh, there's two different main characters with intersecting storylines, and it is, like I said, a strategy game where the emphasis is on using these different forms of mechs called Wanzers, but they call them Wanzers. Wanzers. Um, yeah, I, I called them Wanzers when I was a kid because I didn't realize it was German. So, Wanzers. That was back when you had a little Wanzer. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a very fun strategy game. There's a lot of interesting mechanics to it there are skills to it. it has rpg elements because your characters can level up um depending on the weapons that you use you can level up those skills as well and gain new abilities with those um and then you can fully customize your vonzer as as you play the game you get all sorts of different parts that you can change it up with uh so it's very cool so what's the what's the like core gameplay like how does the core gameplay is turn-based strategy uh -huh. um it is a turn-based strategy game um you need to try to have a balance with the mechs that you have on your team so for example uh, with, I, I'm not ex I'm not very far into it, but um, there are two main characters. There's a male character and a female character. Their storylines are different in the beginning, but from what I understand, they do intersect eventually. Um, the female character is uh, like a researcher who's like studying different forms of Vons or technology or something like that. She kind of gets caught up in some sort of a conspiracy, at least from what I can tell so far. And then the guy that you play as, I think, is fucking hilarious. Um, he and his buddies are like the worst soldiers in their entire platoon. They don't That'd give a fuck us. about anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one day they're just like quote unquote patrolling an area and by patrolling I mean they're all sleeping in their mechs mm -hmm. when all of a sudden a plane falls out of the sky, crashes in front of them and a cargo container falls out of it that is filled to bursting with gold bars. So they steal the gold, uh -huh. and their storyline is them essentially, like, running for their lives to <laughs> get this gold and become rich forever. Um, and I love that. I think it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, it has it, it has voice acting in it, which was a first for the Front Mission series. Uh -huh. um, the voice acting isn't so good, but I think that that's almost kind of nice about it, because it, it reminds me of, of, like, how these characters aren't necessarily, at least with the male character side, they're plucky. Right. You know, they're not with supposed a, to be serious. With a hearted story yeah. like that, yep, yeah, like and bad well, voice acting adds to the comedy. Yes, and it's it's interesting because of the fact that one half of the story is lighthearted and the other yeah. half of the story is yeah. serious. Yeah. Right, right. So it's it's very cool. It's a but good is game. The, the voice acting in the serious half is bad too. Actually, no. <laughs> okay. Um, there, there's one or two characters where I'm like, oh my god, please shut up. Yeah. But like the main character, uh, she is she's French, mm -hmm. and she has a like the voice actress that played her. I don't know her name. I haven't really looked into it. Um, she has a, a very good French accent. It's mm -hmm. very like accurate, and she's consistent with it. She doesn't drop it. Do you, so 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 you don't know who this actress is? No, I got I got to look it up. I got to look it up. No, no, I don't. Um, you know, it's, like it it's interesting though. She actually sounds very similar to um, Widowmaker. Uh -huh. Like her, the sound of her is voice it, sounds very very it, similar. Is it like a fucking Disney movie where like they're they're talking in like perfectly normal English, but then when they use a native term? 
they have to use like a strong accent, like in Moana. No, no, she sounds like, she sounds like someone who's been speaking French her whole life and just yeah. like not not like literally like yesterday mastered the English language, mm-hmm. but learned English as a second language mm-hmm. and is doing her best to communicate with the people she's Cause talking that, to. Because that always bugged the crap out. No, of No, she it, it sounds it sounds accurate to a point. I mean, like I I don't. Uh, I don't know anything about, like, the amount of money Square Enix threw to the Front Mission series, but mm-hmm. you can tell that they really didn't give it too much love. Um, I mean, like, Front Mission 5 never came out in America, and then we got Front Mission Evolved, which is awful. It's a third-person shooter. It has nothing to do with the strategic, like, gameplay styles of the original games. Um, and it's just bad. Like, it's a, it's a really shitty version of, like, Armored Core. Yeah. And I love Armored Core. Um, I just love games with mechs. Um, but anyway, so that's Front Mission. Um, I've also been playing Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together for PSP. This is like my fourth or fifth time starting a new game. Um, because Tactics Ogre is a game that... How many it, times have you beaten it? Once. Okay. Once. Uh, and there are critical choices that you make in the game that actually change the way the story branches. Um, I think there's two instances of critical choice where it'll actually change the story significantly. Uh, but Tactics Ogre is... Like, when it came out, I called it like the Mass Effect of PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and it was originally a Super Nintendo game, if I remember correctly. They remade it for PSP. But there's so much to do in that game. The st- the strategic level of the gameplay is so deep. You could, I mean, like, you could play it endlessly. I've been playing it so, since it came out. So tell me, how does the actual... So so it's also a turn-based strategy game, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the games that I like. But, but you um, know, some, but, of them, some of them have, like, uh, like unique mechanics. Yes. The like, way that, uh, Eternal ta- Sonata. As like Eternal Sonata is a hybrid, so yeah, it's like half true. real time, half okay, half turn based. So, um, but no, this is straight up turn based. Um, you get a set number of characters that are in your that are on your team. Excuse, like, pardon the expression, but I don't really know what you would call it. Squad team. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> for for the particular mission that you're playing, and there are squad restri- restrictions. So sometimes like the map will be small. You'll only have like the ability to bring three people out with you. Um, there are a bunch of different classes. So you can change jobs with all your different characters. But uh, it it um, goes by these things called class marks. So class marks allow you to change classes, but only to the specific class that that class mark allows you to swap to. Some of them are very easy to get. You can buy them from stores, and other ones are like drops. Okay. So they can be... they they. Even though there's no like loot level system in the game, they could be like epic, very rare drops. How many different classes um, are there? You know I have the strategy guide in my backpack. I could check, but I don't feel like walking yeah, over don't right do now. That. <laughs> uh, there's at least fifteen. There's, okay. a, there's at least fifteen. Okay. There's there's a lot of variation in the gameplay because of those classes. So um, so anybody and, could be any class as long as you have the mark. As long as you have the mark to swap them, you can also go to like uh, you can go to like a tavern and you can recruit people in classes you, you don't have. Can you swap um, mid encounter? No. Okay. So like, I mean, maybe I, I haven't tried <laughs> it. I haven't tried it. I've never tried it. Um, but the thing is. What you can do is, if you could use a class mark to swap classes mid-battle, if you could, every single character has access to the full inventory that you have as an army at any given time. Okay. So you could actually open up the item screen, screen excuse me, swap all your equipment out, swap all your magic out, swap all your abilities out, and go back to the battle. Um, so let's say, for example, you bring a squad out and you like totally fucked up. You can switch it. Now, for what it's worth, I've never done that. 
So I could be wrong. You should try. I could be wrong. Like maybe maybe you only have access to a limited inventory, but if I remember correctly, you have access to the full inventory. I've just mm-hmm. never really done that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I got that wrong and someone's a Tactics Ogre fan, they want to correct me, correct <laughs> me. Correct me, please. Um, but I've never done it. So, But one thing that I really like about Tactics Ogre is magic. Uh-huh. Uh, there is very definitely friendly fire in Tactics Ogre. Okay. You can kill your your friends. If you ki- if you if you kill them, so let's say let's say like uh, I have I have a guy on my team named mm-hmm. named Jeffrey. That's me. Jeffrey has a hundred health. Oh. you hit zero. Yes. <laughs> so instead of dying immediately, you drop to the ground and you're unconscious. Damn it! You have three turn cycles the majority of the time to revive that person from an unconscious state. Okay. If you miss that, you die permanently. Okay. You're out of the game. So it's like XCOM. XCOM or Fire Emblem, you can put it yeah. that way. Except, except you know, Tactics Ogre gives you a chance to revive the person rather than them just being dead. Right. Um, which I like because it give, you're like, oh shit, like that was my favorite character. I have to get the fuck over there and save them. And then I need someone to watch the healer because the healer can't defend themselves to revive them. So... It's it's almost nice how it shifts your strategy so significantly uh-huh. when one of your favorite characters dies. Um, but so so the way that magic works is when you start out a game, your sorcerer has no mana. Uh-huh. Mana is accrued over time. So as turns go by, you gain a set amount of mana, and you can uh, every unit has skill trees, which I knew you, I know you'd like skill trees. Um, so you can actually upgrade your sorcerer to get more mana per turn than he normally would. Okay. Um, along with teaching them different forms of magic, restored, restorative magic, um, and, and, other th- and other things. Uh, you can also cross-train. So if you swap your knight to a mage, you can teach them magic, turn them back to a, to a knight, and, and they'll have warrior them. abilities and mage abilities. Cool. Um, so like I said, like, I like yeah, like when I say the strategy of Tactics Ogre is pretty much endless, it really is. Because mm-hmm. um, you can custom make your entire army. At, at a certain point, classes don't really matter anymore because games, you can do so much things with them. How many games were there in the series? There's a lot. I don't know off the top of my head. I know do that you know what the most recent one is? Uh, the most recent one is the PSP one. Okay. Um, and, and that's a remake. So I know that there's Ogre Battle 64. I know that there was a Game Boy Advance one, which is the Knights of Lotus, mm-hmm. um, which I had for a while. It's really good, but it's not as good as the PSP one. Um, yeah, if, if anybody has a PSP or a Vita out there, definitely do yourself a favor if you want a really good fantasy strategy game and grab Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. Um, the story is very good. Uh, it's, it's basically, um, there is a very... Uh, a very shaky piece in the kingdom or in, or in the world that you're in right now. Pretty much the entire world has been at war um, and they've reached a rocky stalemate. And uh, there's essentially like trouble and rebellion brewing right when you start the game. Your characters, uh, who are all just kids, they've all lost their family members and stuff. You're hiding out in a house and you're basically like, how can we get the duke of, of our you know kingdom back? Because he's the last like highest ranking leader that we have. And if we can save him because he's about to be killed, um, we can we can hopefully like create a rebellion, rise back up and take back our nation. So that's pretty much how the game starts. It thrusts you right into the combat. Um, it's very good. Uh, there's way too much for me to go into. Yeah. But but yeah, it's it's really good. Everybody should try it. Along with that, um, I mentioned earlier that I have been playing Shadow of Mordor. Um, at, at E3, Microsoft made a big showing of Shadow of War, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, like, one of the titles that they're really touting as being Xbox One X enhanced for when the Xbox One X comes out. But I really liked Mordor and I never finished it. 
So I wanted to give it another try. I don't really care about the story. I know we we don't. But that's like the, the story. thing. Like you don't need to finish. Yeah. Mordor. No, no, I know. But I uh, but it's it's mindless. It really is a mindless game, yeah, and yeah. I enjoy it because well, it can it, be. it's a good it's a good time suck. Uh-huh. It really is. Uh-huh. Um, and the combat is fun. Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to uh, Shadow of War has difficulty level. Yes. Yes. So yeah. Uh, it, it's it's annoying because essentially like. The only way that you really die in Shadow of Mordor is if you fuck up your button presses. Yeah, um, because like even if a even if one of your nemesis, uh, ne- nemesis. nemeses, uh, thank you, <laughs> nemeses goes way up in power and like advances to the like the highest rank and shit, you By can, the end of that you game, can you're still yeah you're bad. a god you can you can still kill them very easily as long as you get your button presses right yeah. and I think that without a difficulty system Mordor suffers. So it's good to see that Shadow of War will have that. I think without um, expanded combat mechanics, more Mordor, Mordor suffers. suffers. Yes. Because they, yeah. you know, it's, unashamedly have admitted to the fact that, you know... They took Batman's system. Yeah. yeah. They're, you know, I mean, they're, they're WB Game Studio. Yeah. Like, that was, you know, they can do that. Um, yep, totally. Uh, but they... A lot of the things that enhance Batman's combat systems and, you know, give you some more tactical options, like the, like the combo gadgets, for example... There's a lot of different combo gadget combinations, and they uh, really change things up, like, immensely. Yeah. I mean, I, I always like being able to, like, throw a batarang Italian at, has like, enemies while I was fighting, or, like, hit them with my cape. I, I he like, really has... I like yeah. doing the zipline punch. Yes, the, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, uh, that is always cool, actually. Um, I mean... But Italian, even, Italian has like that that like ghost punch thing he does where like you can do a just, flurry of attacks. That's just like a stun. Yeah, that's like stun and, and into you can, attack. You can Batman throw daggers, that. but they all they really do is move people yeah, backwards. But that, like, again, that's just the simple tap battering. Yeah, yeah, like yep. he doesn't he doesn't have like you know. And I mean, any of Batman's stun gadgets, the explosive gel, the the bat claws, yeah. thing. the the rune system did make the game a little bit more deep. Um, but it doesn't. But it, it doesn't, doesn't really enhance it doesn't the enhance combat. The combat. No. It doesn't really. Change um, I mean, your like there, there are runes that like set your sword on fire and like give you a chance to like ignite really, other enemies. It, it doesn't do much though. And I mean, like you don't even ha- you don't options. even have to do the the executions. Right. You can just keep wailing on right. a dude. Eventually, he'll just die. And and I mean, like yes, that makes sense. You don't even have as many <sighs> different executions as Batman. No, they're still fun to watch. Yeah. The executions are very fun well, to watch. But there's only like six of them and it rotates I, them. By the it point, rotates them through. Yeah, by the point oh. that I'm at, I've seen them all so many seen, damn yeah, times. Yeah. Like, it's a shame. It's satisfying I mean, every time. Oh yeah. I, I mean like the one thing that I've been having more fun than anything else with is not really like doing the story. It's been it's been like finding those challenge maps. Um, so like one sure. of my favorite ones right now is you're dropped into a pit and there's just like endless waves of enemies. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to hit that hundred kill streak. Uh, or hit streak, excuse me, and I've gotten to like ninety, and then I lose it, and I scream, and I just stop. I have to stop playing. Yeah, um, one of my one of my favorite things to do in Batman was I, I don't I don't know if you remember, but I I would post videos to Facebook all the time of like different hit streaks that I've hit in Batman. And I see, do remember that. Do you see remember, if someone could like top it? Do, do you remember Shane like posted a couple times on some of the videos that I left? It was like, oh, I can't. Get there, you fucking bat! No. And it would show at the end that my leaderboard score topped, like him, like dude, he was just bad. under me on my friends oh, list. Oh, Shane! Like, <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I mean, for you have really good reflexes when it comes to video games. I mean, like you you play a lot more than most people do, uh-huh. but like you have really good reflexes, yeah. so it makes sense that you'd be able to get those button presses uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. anyway, uh, lastly. Um, I am playing Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only new thing on here that you're playing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which technically isn't even new because that's a remake. It's a remake. Game's over, more than games ten over 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Um, it's, it's really good so far. I'm only a couple hours in. I played the game all those years ago, and I, I don't remember much except for the fact that Vaughn was a piece of shit. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I hear he's a he's a piece of shit. He's guy. not he's not okay. There, like any other any other main character in the game should have been the main character. Uh-huh. Like I would have easily traded yeah, I him. Hear most of out the cast for is pretty character. good. They're all great. Yeah. They're all great, and like they all have these interesting backstories. Like Ash is one of the main characters, and she was a princess. Her husband is killed within the opening minutes of the game, um, and. You know, like she, she just has like a very sad backstory, and then there's this this guy. Uh, oh God, I can't remember any of their names right now. It starts with a B. Brosh, I think his name is something like that. Bo. Bosh, Bosh, I think it is. Bo. Um, he has a really interesting story. I think it would have been cool if he had been the main character. Is his name Bo? Actually, <laughs> no, his name is not Bo. Can but, it um, be Bo? One of the most, one of the most interesting things about Final Fantasy XII is the combat system. Um, it plays a lot like a single player MMO. Uh, where you select a target and Vaughn will just essentially he'll just, he'll just wail on it yeah. unless you choose different skills yeah, or different strategies yeah, to do, yeah. and and I, I like it. Jeffy, um, I know you don't like it, but like I like it. I think that it's interesting. It 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 brings a new kind of approach to that whole active time battle that Square originally had uh, in I think Chrono Cross. No Chrono Cross. I think Chrono Trigger might have been the first one, but I can't remember. What game had the first active time battles? Actually, no. What the fuck am I talking about? I think it was Final Fantasy. The first Final Fantasy, I'm pretty sure, had like active time battle. Um, but I can't remember. If anybody can like shout out on that in comments, yeah. Tell me, tell me what game had the first active time battle, and then you'll get a shout out in the next podcast episode. Or maybe you won't. Or maybe you won't. Like we, why would we do that? Who knows? You never know. Um, Maybe Jash is lying. I I might be lying. He often lies. Oh come on now. Anyway, so. Uh, Final Fantasy XII is very fun. If you guys that enjo- was a lie. If you, if you guys enjoyed the original one, I highly recommend getting the Zodiac Age. I think that is very good so far. Um, also, one thing that's really big for me are is... Are you beat it? Maybe. You never know. Okay. It's all up in the air. Video games are up in the air for me. <laughs> What's uh, really big for you? Well, uh, music. Mood jacks. Okay. Uh, especially music of Final Fantasy. Um, and Final Fantasy XII's entire soundtrack has been reorchestrated for the Zodiac Age. So, which is very cool. And if you if you liked the soundtrack in the original version of the game, you can actually choose between the two different audio tracks. Um, and anytime, if I remember correctly, you can just open the menu and swap it. Another thing that's cool is if there's a part of the game that you're not really interested in seeing, you can fast forward the game. Um, you you can choose between two times speed or four times speed. You can really just cruise through areas. Do you of the game do that in interested. combat too, right? I don't know. You I haven't. Tr- I haven't tried it. I like the combat, I so I haven't really. I haven't really. I, I know, but since it's like a lot of auto attacks, just to kind of yeah. make the animation. I mean, you better. might be able. To, you might be able to speed it up. The thing that I wouldn't. I wouldn't do with that though is like if you go too fast, you might not be paying attention. You might die. I'm never paying attention. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. So I might always die. so Final Fantasy twelve. Give it a shot. I um, played Final I, Fantasy fifteen, and I can say without a doubt that you can't stop knocked. No. Okay. Yup. I need to finish that too. You know, if it's hot, you should lose the jacket. Uh, okay. My friends from Final Fantasy 15 taught me that. Oh, they say that? If yeah, not, you should Noctis lose the jacket. goes, man, it's hot. And then Gladio just goes, then lose the jacket. <laughs> and, and they'll do that. I still think one of my favorite things Upwards about fi- of 500 times. I still think one of my favorite things about 15 is the food. 
Yeah. All the food in that fucking game looks amazing. I mean, it's like... And then there's product placement, but you know. Anytime... Dude, we should go get ramen. Japanese animators do food, it always looks good. Yeah. We should go get ramen. What's... What's... Huh? We should. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's, let's move on. So that was uh that that's what we've been playing. So um, I, mean, I was pl- I beat Yakuza Zero. You beat Yakuza Zero. I, I know that, I know in the first episode time. you said you were still playing yeah. it. Um, so it's really fucking good. So okay, so o- overall, overall, if you had to rate it out of ten, I don't like doing that. Give me give me a number. <laughs> give me a number, and then and then explain. Um, it's at least eight. Okay, tell me uh, why. Dude, okay. So now, main, I, like I know you touched on it in the first episode, yeah. but like go into detail. But the main thing with video games for me, first of all, mm-hmm. is gameplay. Yeah, you know, being able to play the game is what makes it a game. <laughs> um, and the gameplay is really good. Like, uh, yeah. So you know, combat systems tend to mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I like combat to be skillful, variable. Um, there's a lot of options in the combat. Maybe not early. Maybe early on, it seems really simple. But as you start upgrading your skill tree, and like I maxed out all the skill trees, mm-hmm. um, playing as Kiryu and Majima feels like completely different. And they both have they both have up to four different fighting styles that you can swap you can switch between on the fly, mm-hmm. and they all feel different. They all have different strengths and weaknesses. They all have reasons why you might want to be in that combat style, and like different heat actions that are associated with them. That yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, Brawler is, like, way better for taking out, like, big waves of enemies. But if you're doing, like, or not Brawler, uh, Beast. Beast mode is better for taking out you a say group waves. of enemies. Okay, okay, agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean a group. I was like, um, waves? I don't, I, I feel like the game, like, you're on those cramped streets. Well, as the game, well, first of all, when you transition into a combat scenario, you're usually put into, like, a wider area near where you were standing uh, okay, when you got okay. the encounter. Cool. Um, and uh, as the game progresses, you'll be whenever you uh, like make contacts with enemies in the open in the open world. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be more and more enemies spawning during the fight. Hmm. Like more guys will join in to fight you. Okay. Um, and yeah, those those uh, those different um, combat stances, those different. Uh, styles they they really feel good they have a number of combos for each of them some of them are counter based some of them have like very useful very useful passives like yeah in beast mode will make healing items work better on you if you get that passive um, you know sometimes there's these big guys called Mr. Shakedown that'll like show me one of them yeah 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 they're really they're really tough like boss fights they're harder than anything else in the game didn't you tell me one of them said something funny like he was like man you really gotta stop shaking people down yeah he take all his money he's like I guess I gotta go shake down some people yeah and and uh he's like I I guess there's no other people I can try to shake down and then like Kiryu's like not if you like go to the moon there's still space and then he's like you're right I need to shake people down again so I can get to the moon and (laughs) shake people down there um yeah, then that's that's another thing that I was going to talk about is the writing in that game is great. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb jokes like that. In fact, most of the side content is really cheeky, dumb bullshit, but it's all funny. It's a good time to watch. Yeah. It's and um, just the writing is great throughout, and the story itself is like super intricate. It'll give you a nice fun ride. You know, you're playing as two different characters, and like seeing how their stories 
eventually like mingle into each other is like such an interesting thing. Is the main character of Yakuza Zero the main character of the entire series? Well, there's two main characters in Yakuza Zero. Oh, but yes, Kazuma Kiryu Kazuma. is the main character of the series. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, and you and Yakuza Zero is his starting point. It's like that's right, that's right. It's yeah. like it's like a prequel to the yes. whole series. Yes, that's cool. Right. Isn't, there, is, isn't there another one coming out? Yes, today? that's uh, Yakuza Six is coming out soon. Yakuza Six: The Song of Life. They made a brand new engine for it. The Song of Life. Yeah, yeah. It's weird Japanese subtitles. Um, the Zodiac Age. What does that even fucking mean? Well, you know. Shut up. Uh, Yakuza Six coming out soon. Looks really good. They showed it off at E3. Cool. Um, the combat looks fluid. There's no, there's no more like loading in between battles or Ooh. when you're going into a building, which yeah. is really nice. Um, that engine definitely needed an upgrade. Makes but then sense. there's also coming out in August is Yakuza Kiwami. Do you have any idea what that is? Just say no. Uh, <laughs> Yakuza Kiwami is a remaster of Yakuza 1, the very first game from the PS2. That's cool. Yeah, and it's built in Yakuza 0's engine oh, from the even, ground that's up. That's even more cool. Yeah, and not only that, but they added extra side content, mm-hmm. and they also gave Kiryu three extra combat styles to more resemble Yakuza 0. So you have more gameplay options. That's awesome. I can't wait. And that game's coming out in August, and it's only thirty bucks. That's epic. Yeah, like that fucking package how, how for much thirty is, bucks. How much is zero? Zero is a full sixty dollars. Okay. And it's totally fucking worth it. Mm. I had a hundred hours in that game when I finished. God damn. Yeah, it was really good. Wow. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Kiwami now, mm. so I can see. Like, I never played any. Well, I spent a little time in some of the other Yakuza games. I don't think like. The one or two that I played, I guess I didn't think that they felt as good as Zero. Because Zero feels amazing in every aspect. I, I don't think it was that. I think, you know, I, I came to the gameplay. And like I said, you know, gameplay matters most to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess it just didn't feel that good to me. But knowing that uh, Kiwami is being built in the Yakuza Zero engine, which I already know that I love, mm-hmm. um, makes me really excited to see, like, where the story starts. Like, what, what happens after Zero, you yeah. know? Like, I can't wait to see that. Because, uh, you know, the other main character in Zero is actually the antagonist of the first game. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and they actually added more. So, there, uh, I think in Yakuza 1, there were times when Majima would jump you. Uh, he's he's the other main character of Zero, the antagonist of 1, Goro Majima. Mm-hmm. Um, and they added more instances and, and, and crazier, like, ramp-ups to those fights of the times when Majima will jump you in Kiwami. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for That's Kiwami. awesome, dude. Uh, and then, you know, Yakuza 6, whenever that comes out, it, it already looks really good. So they don't have a date for 6 yet? I don't think so, no. Okay. But I think it might be this year. Hmm. 6 is going to be pretty soon. It looks like it's, it, it's almost done. On okay. the E3 footage. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so, now we're transitioning into news, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Just kick it off. Nino Kuni 2 was delayed. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Uh, when was it supposed to come out? It was supposed to come out in October. Oh. Uh, but it doesn't even matter because October is flush with games. Yeah. There's so many games Maybe coming Maybe that's out why they October. delayed it. Yeah. You got, you know, Shadow of War, Assassin's Creed. There's tons of big, big shit coming out in October. Yeah. When um, is it coming out now? It's coming out in January. Okay. Yeah. 
Give so, them more time to put polish yeah, on it. Yeah, no problem with that, especially nope. when there's other stuff to play. Totally. And I want that game to be as good as it can be because, yeah. honestly, Nino Kuni won. Well, obviously, I, I like the, the story. Everybody loves the art. Yeah. I love the story. I beat that game. Did you beat that game? No. Of course you didn't. Um, <laughs> the story was really good, but the gameplay was garbage. I couldn't even believe that I beat yeah, that game. I remember you telling me how much you hated it. It was absolute fucking shit. Does the new one look better? Yeah, the new one is actually like, uh, it's more like your normal like third person action RPG. Okay. You, know? uh, you have light and heavy attacks, and then you have like uh, a selection of like maybe four different skill attacks that you can use mm-hmm. that you kind of like build up energy for them and then you can use them um it looks way better i don't like the design for the main character but i Is guess it's not the same main character no it's not it's a totally different main character totally hmm. different story interesting all of our story was told hmm. um, same type of like idea though like with the the spirit monster thingy no the familiars are gone thank god really yeah huh. um i think there's a somewhat different system now. There are these things called Higgledies. And, uh, One more time. Higgledies. Okay, well... Wanzers. Higgledies. Higgledies. Yes. Okay, tell me more about the Higgledies. Uh, there's like Higgledies of different elements, and you can like stand in a pile of them. You can stand on a pile of Higgledies. Yeah, that's right. And then they give you like a different upgrade or something. Or like they'll heal the party... For you. Higgledies. Yeah, Higgledies. Okay. Um, and then I heard something out of E3. I was watching an interview with Level 5 uh, during E3, and they said that there's going to be multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But then with the announcement that it was being delayed, the multiplayer was canceled. Oh. Uh, yeah, which that game could have been cool in co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like, you know, the chance for co-op. You would think that since they were delaying it, it would give them more time to, Yeah. you know... I guess not. You know, the other thing is, it's not it's not Ghibli anymore. It's still the same, like, animators and the same, like, art directors, but they don't work for Ghibli anymore. Interesting. <laughs> they're the same guys, wow. but they're not part of Ghibli anymore. I don't I mean, like, I guess it's okay now, but, like, one of the big draws to the first yeah. one, when I first heard about it, I was like, dude, Studio Ghibli's working But it's still that game. Ghibli art, because yeah. it was, they were Ghibli employees. Yeah. Like, yep. they picked up those techniques. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that game. Sucks that it was delayed, but not such a big deal. Yeah. Wasn't delayed that long. Like, uh, and you know, if they need to polish it, then polish it, you know. I'd rather have a better game and wait longer for it. Yeah. Um, I guess this isn't really news, but I got to try ARMS finally. You know, I really liked the the test punch. So, I didn't get to play the test punch. Mm. Uh, and the first time I got to try ARMS was... I think it was just this past weekend, and I only got to play it in co-op. Okay. Um, oh, wait, you didn't get to try just, like... No. Mm. Uh, you know that you're, like, tethered to your partner when you're playing co-op? Like, you're stuck together. Like, my friend and I punched really? each other in the back of the head so many times. Uh, like, so many of my attacks missed. Fun. Because my buddy was just standing right in front of me. That doesn't sound fun at all. You yeah. should, should have played in co-op. I... Well, you know, I was hanging out with Yeah, a no, I got you, I got you. It was his game, so... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, we did the, uh, you know, we did the motion controls, because I wanted the ARMS experience. Yeah, they're uh, fun. I think they're dumb. 
But maybe that's just because I played in multiplayer. Probably. I don't think they worked well at all. Well, I mean, I, uh, I think having to turn both Joy Cons left or right to move. Yeah, yeah, is I don't like horrible. that. I don't like that. I just like using a stick. But I mean, like the way that they make you hold the Joy Con makes it so it's kind of impossible to use the stick. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I really want to try just standard controls with it and see how it feels. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I hear I, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't have the game, so like expert, like people who are people who are like really into arms, just like people who were who got really into Splatoon, uh, have been saying a lot that like, oh, the motion controls are way better. You can only be like an expert player if you're using the motion controls. Like people said that with Splatoon as well. Yeah, exactly. Jer- yeah, jerk offs. That's right, Josh. Yeah. Josh, Josh just jerked his phantom gherkin. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but wait, Splatoon has motion controls? Are you fucking kidding? I never played the first one. Oh, you never played it? No, no, I never played Splatoon. Oh, yeah. I do really want the second one, though. Like, I'm yeah, very I interested in it. I didn't know you never Birthday played present. Splatoon. Okay. Uh, sure. Really? Yeah. <gasps> ding, ding. Sweet. Yeah, uh, when does that come out? When's Splatoon 2 out? That's Next on Friday. <gasps> Dude, we should totally play it. Yeah. Like, day one. Yeah. If... Yeah, if this podcast makes it so, makes us some money within like oh. the next few days, <laughs> within the next few days, what is it? It's Wednesday. This we got good, two days. This is a good time to plug the Patreon. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? it totally is. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna set up a Patreon. Yes, within ooh jeez, within the next week or so, um, we're gonna be looking into setting up a Patreon um, for those of you who are interested. Not uh, only will it get Josh birthday presents, but also... <laughs> no, 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 no. All the money that we make from the Patreon will go right back into the show. Um, so we'll be working on getting more equipment, uh, multiple, uh, a second microphone so that we'll we can record at the same time. We'll be able to put out some videos. We'll, we'll be able to put out videos. We'll get a camera. I want to write some reviews. Yeah, uh, I think it would also be cool if we had contests. Yeah, totally. You know, like we could we could have raffles or something like that. Like we we want to expand the show. We want to do it in a way that allows us to receive feedback um, from from the people who listen to it if you guys have interesting ideas for us. So a Patreon makes sense. And I mean, like, we're not really going to have any tier higher than a dollar because basically what, what you will get for putting a dollar in is pre-show and possibly post-show banter. Yeah, which we um, already have. Which we have. Uh, so, like, you, you know, you put that dollar in, you will get two episodes worth of banter. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, if you so, want to just, so, you know... Have some background bullshit to listen to while you're playing video games. Yeah, you know, like which we, I know I always we, do. We fucking got you covered. We yeah. do. Um, so so there's that. Uh, that that's our plug. We'll talk about it again at the end, I guess. Yeah. Um, in the outro. Yeah, but Splatoon but, two. Splatoon two yeah. looks I, it looks so awesome. In addition I, to arms, I also yes, played that. I you played Splatoon two? Yeah, I played. There was a there was a test. There was, was it a Splatfest? Now was it just multiplayer? Or did you try the campaign? No, it's just multiplayer. I really want to see the campaign. And 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 way to go, fucking Nintendo! Even though the option was in there to like set up a party so you could play with your friends, it was not possible to do. Okay, wait. I want to see what the app looks like. Oh, that's what I was trying to do. That that's what shit. I was trying to do. Yeah, that fucking bullshit Switch app. So so out. yeah, the the Nintendo's like online play party Switch thing finally came out. And it looks Nintendo's like, it looks like app that. for your phone to be a phone. Yes. <laughs> Nintendo is revolutionizing the way your phone is a phone. That's right. Which is awful. Not only can you use your phone as a phone, now you can use it with terrible Nintendo products. Exactly. That's not true. I'm, I'm super excited for Splatoon. Yeah, I mean, it looks great, but like, that fucking... Uh, you know what? I think we talked about talking about this in the first episode. The party chat. 
idea is for Switch stupid. is abysmal. It's, it is it has got to be one of the worst decisions how, I think I've ever heard How is it that they couldn't just fit a fucking mic and speaker in their fucking... See, that's the thing. I, I don't care about you putting a microphone on the Switch. Yeah. What I care about is making the, the audio jack. jack have input and yeah. output. Like, dude, like I hate to use this argument because I use it a lot when people are like, oh, but like the, the party chat thing is cool. You haven't tried it yet. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't seen Who it yet. Who argued that it's cool? I have people come into my store and tell me about are it. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, I'm not. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. My rebuttal to that is the PlayStation Those Vita. Are not the enough. PlayStation Vita came out in 2012. Yeah. And had, and had full... That. Eight-player party chat between the fucking Vita, the PS3, and the PS4. You're comparing Sony to Nintendo. Nobody should do that. You're right, I am, and I shouldn't. But at the same time, there's no excuse for Nintendo to release an official Splatoon 2 headset that requires a splitter in order to make it so you can use audio from the game in your headphones while also using your fucking phone to talk to your friends. It's not okay. It's not okay. Yeah, Dayzim's shoes. I don't understand does. why they didn't just put Bluetooth in the Switch so I could use a Bluetooth headset. I don't understand why... The thing has Wi-Fi built in. They could make a Wi-Fi headset. It's possible. I don't understand why there's not enough NES classics or You're Super right. NES classics coming out. They know people. Well, I mean, that's the thing. We don't know about that yet. Maybe they'll boost the production. No, no, no. You already can't. You can. What what did I see the other day? You can like pre-order like shirts or something for it. Yeah. But you still you can't pre-order the actual device anymore. Fucking Nintendo, man. (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, the problem is now that the NES Classic was so 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 popular, I'm willing to bet like a good chunk of those NES Classics are scalpers. Nintendo probably didn't limit the number of consoles that someone can buy. No, I think they and, did. And even if they did, like a whole family of people could be like, everybody buy two. Yeah. We're going to sell all of them. Yeah. You know? It's, 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 it's bullshit. It really is. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. It really is. Okay, so I'm on Nintendo's page on the App Store. Uh-huh. Let me see if I can find the actual application. Are your eyes bleeding yet? Not yet. Have your fingers falling off? Nintendo Switch Online, here we go. Enhance your online gameplay experience on Nintendo Switch. By using your phone. As a phone. Switch. You got a snap. No. You did it. Yeah. No. Okay, so it's downloading. So we'll talk about this in a second. Uh, as of right now, though, uh, it has a 4.5 rating out of 5 on the Android App Store. But the one of the most helpful reviews is a 1 star... And it says, the app is bare bones with no ability to message friends <laughs> and only slowing voice chat at the moment, whatever that means. There is absolutely zero reason for these features to not be on the Switch itself. If this was a companion app to the Switch and all the features were on the system, then this would be a cool alternative. But it's not, and it's unacceptable to expect people to pay money for this next year. Which is totally true. Nintendo is going to charge you, yeah. not only to play online, By the way, but to use this app to party chat. Yeah. When you could just use your fucking phone and do a conference call. Like, seriously, I'm just going to call you. Yeah. Uh, that. By the way, Josh. Yeah. Splatoon 2 mm-hmm. is free to play the multiplayer until Nintendo's online service gets set up. Didn't they delay the launching of the online service, too? I think it was supposed to come out in the fall, and now it's not coming out until, like, December or something. Oh, I have no idea. I don't pay attention to things that are dumb. <laughs> good, good enough. <laughs> All right. Um... 
But yeah, so yeah, which is which is one of the reasons that I am very hesitant to actually get Splatoon two, because I don't want to pay Nintendo extra fucking money for something that they I mean, should have I mean, free look, anyway. Look at it this it's way: it's one of the only fucking games that you should be buying on their console. That's true, but like, look at it this way: how many games have you played on Nintendo consoles online without the ability to talk to your friends? If you have a 3DS and you play games online, that's all you do. Josh, I'm not talking about being able to talk to your friends. No, I, I know. I'm talking I'm about being able to play Splatoon. Yeah, the well, actual play. On the bright side, if I remember correctly, the 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 online service is going to be what, like 15 bucks a year? It's it's like 20 bucks. 20 dollars a year. That's extremely cheap. I mean, for 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 that, if that's just paying for the servers to stay on, at least it's not sixty. Listen, Jack, when you have no money, you don't want to give any of that no money. I to totally Nintendo. agree. I totally <laughs> agree. Um, but no, I I think Splatoon Two is going to be very good, and I'm very excited for it from what I've seen of it. But you think it's going to be very good, but you never played it. I never I never played it, but it looks like a lot of fun. The game I like I like the idea. I like the idea of like the shooter that's all about control of the it territory. Is, it is fun. Um, I also it think it's, I think it's neat how you can like sink into the ink to move faster yeah. and you can like jump out. Yep. I think it's cool. It has, it, it's, it's three, four years ago, Jack. You know what, Jeff? You know what, man? I never played it. I, I didn't I didn't have a Wii U for a really long time. That was a good choice. Um, I never I never wanted that. That was a good decision. You know why I bought my Wii U? Zelda. So that I'd have the console that Zelda was coming out. I know, buddy. You know why I got my Switch? Zelda. For Zelda. Yeah, I know. It's like the only series that I'll well, buy. Well, now I can say for. now I can say that I bought my Switch for Metroid because Prime Four will be out on it someday. Maybe. So, yeah, maybe. No, you'll probably have to get the next no, Nintendo I, I don't... Uh, you know what would really piss me off? If they re-release the Switch as, like, a remodel, and the remodel has Bluetooth and a headphone and, and like, audio input-output jack. Um, I mean, I'd be happy that they did it, but I'd be pissed off that it took them that long to get it. Also, if they do that, they'll segregate uh, their market. Because if the original Switch continues to be supported, then the people are going to be using an app that's probably going to be dead. Because a lot of people will upgrade. Um, and then if they make the operating system compatible with using chat features built into the Switch, that means that the operating system is going to be different for two different systems. I just hope so, that, like... They, I don't understand. Like, it feels almost, like they think three quarters of the way. I just hope that, like, next to nobody downloads that fucking app. Because I mean, I did. I just, I, yeah, so delete it, please. Hold on, wait. I, just, I really want to see it. It installed. I thought you were already looking at it. No, no, no. I was downloading it. Did it make that stupid little switch click noise when you pulled it up? Oh, I, I don't even have my volume on. So, I couldn't tell you. Now it's on. Um, enhance your gameplay experience on Nintendo Switch. Invite your friends to play using your smart device. Enjoy voice chat while gaming. Both? I have to sign in my Nintendo. I'll do this later. Yeah. We'll talk about it next time. Um, anyway, though. So, let's, let's see what we got next. Um, so, speaking of Switch. Yes. There was an article... Nomura said, Tetsuya Nomura, mm-hmm. the director of fine games such as Kingdom Hearts. Yes! And Final Fantasy XV. Yes! <laughs> Even though he was pulled off that project because yes. he needed to work on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. He says that maybe a Switch version of Kingdom Hearts 3 will happen. I would fucking love that. It would be cool to be able to I would play love that, that portably. My favorite Kingdom Hearts game is Birth by Sleep. I played yeah. the shit out of it on PSP. Yeah. I love yeah, Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, it's probably mine too. I love Dream dude, Drop Distance. I dude, think the combat in Dream Drop is a little better. Please let them bring back the ability to uh, to like unlock skills by experimenting with the gameplay, like in yeah. Birth by Sleep. That was one of my favorite it, things it, about it, Birth it, by Sleep. It looks like so. So now that we're talking about Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. let's mention 
that the release window was revealed to be 2018. Uh, I saw a couple of publications saying that it was delayed, but you can't have a game be delayed if, if it, it never, if had, it never a had a release window. window. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it, it, uh, let's see, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in, what, like, 2000 and. 2006. 2006. 2006. I don't know why I said 12. I think that was actually Birth by Sleep. Maybe. Yeah. No. I, or, or Dream Dream Drop. No, because Dream 2012 is when the Vita came out. Yeah. So Dream Drop came out in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Dream yeah, Drop. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm confusing myself. I'm yeah. confusing myself. But Kingdom Hearts 2 came out 2006. So we've all grown up waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3. That's right. We're all old now, and Sora is still much younger than us. No, Sora's gonna be 20 and 3. He's younger than us. Yeah, but he's around our age. Around? Five years. Seven. Well, you for seven, seven years. For you, yeah. God damn. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I mean, it, it sucks having to wait this long, but yes, you're right. You cannot say that a game has been delayed if it never had a release window in yeah. the first place. That's impossible. That's... Uh, yeah, that's, they never I, said it was coming out in 2017. I, I don't know. I don't know who in their right mind thought it was a good idea to write that article, but it just sounds like clickbait. Yeah, no. That sounds like that sounds like the most yeah, clickbait does, of articles. That's that's basically how you're like, man, my site's probably failing. I should just you know fish for clicks at this point. <laughs> um, but whatever. I mean, if somebody thinks that that's a, that that's a good idea, the moment that people go onto your site and realize that it's clickbait, you have shown your audience that that is what you are, and anyway. they will avoid you. This Kingdom Hearts 3 reveal was yes. awesome. Yes, it was. Toy Story. We got to see Toy Story. Finally. The new world. What about a Bugs Life? Amazing. What about I a Bugs Life? I don't know. I want a Bugs Life. Okay. What about Wally? I, I don't know. They should just leave cars out. But it just... Oh my I god, mean, Sora has a car. <laughs> I mean, now that Pixar is clearly on the table, mm -hmm. we've opened up to a lot of new possibilities for this game. Brave would be cool. I want to see Moana. I know Moana's not Pixar. Not Pixar. Uh, that's, you know, Moana's got such a pretty world. Plus there's that whole thing about, like, the darkness, like, s killing the earth and, or the planet. Yeah, I guess that, that. Yeah. So that would be, you know, like, the Heartless. Yeah, I guess that would work. I mean... Fight the crab. So, he like, literally, you know, uh, it's not like we shouldn't have expected this, because games look amazing nowadays, but that Toy Story environment Dude. fucking looked like you were in a goddamn Toy Story I, I, movie. I saw, I saw an article the other day that I did not read, or, or even open. Um, I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me these days, but, uh, it was a comparison of screenshots between the original Toy Story and what Toy Story looks like in Kingdom Hearts PS4 3. and Kingdom Hearts 3, mm. and I'm sure that Kingdom Hearts 3 looks very close to it or better. I, that's, oh, that's way important. better. Because the technology that was used in, in Toy Story, in yeah. the original Toy Story, is, is so old. old now. Just it's like old. us. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if, like, <laughs> I don't know if you've gone back and watched, like, the original Toy Story lately, or the original Shrek. But they uh, look terrible, man. Yeah, no, I sit around and watch Shrek and Toy Story all day long. I bet you do. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta Shrek it to the limit. Uh-huh. Hmm. You gotta Shrek it hard. <laughs> Shrek it hard, Shrek it fast. Get Shreks out. Never, never regret. Shrekity Shrek yourself. All your before you Shreks. Before you yourself. Okay, that's uh, my... Oh, boy. Five characters in a party? Five characters in a party. Uh, I, I heard about that. Um, I saw that on Facebook the other day. Someone took a screenshot yeah, of like Sora in combat, Buzz, and it looked Buzz like Buzz and Woody, and Woody were, were both in his the party, party which is awesome. One thing that I always hated about the original Kingdom Hearts was that you had to choose whether or not well, you, you wanted didn't have to. No, you had to choose. Did like you? 
Yeah, whenever you whenever you're in a world and a new party member is introduced, you, you have to choose whether you use Sora or, or Donald and Goofy. Yes, but you had to choose between swapping Donald or Goofy out for that party member, yeah, but you or leaving your party to the same. That party member. You didn't have to, but so what if like, you wanted to? In a lot of if you wanted to, the character that you swapped out didn't the, gain experience. But your argument is that Donald and Goofy won't gain experience, but if you just keep using them anyway, they will. No, but what I'm saying is, like, I go to the Nightmare Before Christmas Which world. Which usually is a bad idea, because usually that extra character is stronger, but... Yes, they, they are, which is true. But here's the thing, like, I go to the Nightmare Before Christmas world, I want to use Jack Skellington. But at the same time, Donald and Goofy are with me consistently for the, the entire game. I don't want to use Jack Skellington, because Donald, because fuck Donald, is not going to get the experience that he needs to maybe be helpful later on in the game. So, I, I can't... I never saw a justification actually, of putting an, an external party member I, in my party. When I played, uh, when I played through two point five on, on critical, mm-hmm. I actually um, kept Donald in instead of Goofy because Donald could cast Cure. Yeah, but Goofy he never, cannot. He, but he almost never does. If you set him to, he will. Oh, it's, eh. it's still an. It's still. I mean, I can. A, I can. A helpful I, option. Yes, yes, I can see that. But I mean, like one thing that I liked about Goofy is that he offsets Donald in the fact that he has a much, much larger inventory. So I throw a ton of potions into Goofy's inventory, set him to only use them in emergencies, and then he basically gets the job done. But so, I mean, I don't know. But I, I really like that they put Toy Story into it. Uh, we kind of talked about this the other day, where, like, there are three possible enemies that I think could be in the Toy Story world. Zerg is the most obvious. Like, easily the most obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, I don't think that Sid is going to be an enemy. Because the toys don't want humans up. to know that they're alive. I mean, even, I mean, at, the, even at the end of... the main enemy of the first Toy yes, Story. Yes, that is true. But, I mean, like, I, I think Zerg, the prospector dude from the second one who is completely forgettable, um, or the, the teddy bear from the third one. He smells like strawberries. Yeah, I guess so. What was his name? Like Mr. Stuffles? Yeah, Mr. Stuffles. <laughs> Stuffles? Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but yeah, the, the combat looks great. I didn't know about transforming Keyblades. But apparently that's been that's been a thing since like the first trailer. Yeah, Josh. It's like literally one of the first things they showed was that Sora's weapons transform. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool. Like, in this Toy Way Story, to like bring Power Rangers into in, my King of Hearts. In Heart. this Toy Story trailer, he like turned his keyblade into like Buzz Lightyear's rocket ship on top of a rod with a cowboy hat on it <laughs> that made a big magic hammer and he was like slamming the ground making like big eruptions so cool. yeah and, the and there was that one thing you that you pointed out the other day when when Sora uses what looks like a uh, um, a, a version of Blizzard in oh, the yeah, level that's right um, um, he, he creates these gigantic ice spikes it's like an explosion of ice and he actually grinds yeah. up it kind of like Dream Drop Distance's yeah. flow motion system yep. um, and please let them have that in the game it is, please let them have it. It it is. like, like fully sure? though yes like, oh it's awesome 100% that's awesome the like, very first that... teaser Sora was like grinding across like a wave of Heartless that's good yeah. Like I remember playing uh playing Birth by Sleep. It's in there, dude. Birth by Sleep had a little bit faster motion. Yeah, and, and then, but Dream they, Drop Dream Drop was definitely the evolution and perfection. Was, no, Dream Drop was that. actually the blueprint yeah. for Kingdom Hearts 3's combat. Which is awesome. Yeah, so the, it's gonna be so much fun. So the whole like mobility system from Dream Drop, the grinding and the the, the combination of momentum with attacks, it's all in there. Yeah. I wonder what worlds we're gonna see that already exist come back. 
I think I they're all of them. I mean, me too. I <laughs> Except hope, for Atlantica. Fuck I hope, Atlantica. Yeah, forget Atlantica. Especially if they're going to do something. Unless, unless. It can redeem itself by Unless we have world. a rhythm game again. No. Because I can't wait to swim this way. No. I would love to dance and play. You are a bastard. But Josh, no. it's very easy. Come on in. Just take a chance. Shake a fin. No, I'm going to die. Josh. I'm going to die. I'm not going to make Josh, it through the rest of this podcast. Josh, don't dilly dally. It's your big finale. Oh my god. Shop. Stop. 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 Okay, so so really quick, really quick. I already said my favorite my favorite Kingdom Hearts is Birth by Sleep. What's your favorite Kingdom Heart? Probably Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep also. Who's your favorite character in Birth by Sleep? Tara. Yeah. I think Tara's the best one too. it's 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 interesting because Aqua has had a little bit more spotlight. I didn't like Aqua in Birth by Sleep at all. I didn't like her at first. The more that I played the more that I've played the game, the more that I've liked her, but I don't like her voice actress. She sounds so monotone, like like she's supposed to be sad, but she sounds the same as she does when she's happy. In Birth by Sleep anyway. We haven't played I haven't played two point eight. I haven't played two point eight. So maybe she's better. Hopefully. Hopefully. So uh we gotta talk about Fortnite. Okay. Moving sure. to the next thing. Sure. I don't have anything else to say about Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Do you? Okay. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God, wait. The gummy ship is back. Oh, yeah. No more. Gummy ship's no back. No more announcements. The gummy ship will be back. Nobody panic. Yeah. <laughs> Easily the best part of all Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, in fact, in fact, there's no more... There's no more progression. There's no more combat. There's Everything just is automat- automated for the sake of getting new gummy ship parts Ugh. so that you can fly your gummy ship and play the gummy ship game like you always wanted to do. At least 200 hours of gummy ship. I fucking hate the Josh gummy ship. Josh can't wait. I hate it. He's it's the worst It's, the, it's the worst part right of the now. whole game. I'm not, but I will be. It's the worst part of the whole, of all of Kingdom Hearts. But Gummy ship is back. It's I mean it 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 is it is a level that exists as a plot device. It, it, like, it, it is the thing that gets you from world to world, you know and that's the only is? reason why it's there. You know what it is? It's dumb. It is dumb. Anyway, Fortnite. It's, it's bad. Fortnite. Before you know gu- what Fortnite be- is? Before gummy ships piss us off. Uh, I remember Fortnite being announced way back when like Cliff Lezinski was still ago. at Epic. Yeah. And then shortly after that, he quit and formed Boss Key. Um, so Fortnite looks pretty neat. I know... Is it like Minecraft? Uh, myself and a couple. It's it's like, uh, it's 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 Minecraft. Dead Island. Dead Island. It's my it's like Minecraft meets Left for Dead. Okay, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Uh, it's mostly about base building. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's mostly about base building, mm-hmm. building forts. Uh, I hear from everything that I've heard and seen, uh, it is very easy. To, to like pick up and play big awesome interesting forts uh they have like they have like this system where like if you want to like let's say you want to put up a wall josh um you would you would go into your inventory you would like select like like the wall <laughs> you'd put it up you'd see like a little silhouette of it mm-hmm. like it, it kind of looks like a blueprint if you want that wall to take a sh- certain shape or have like a certain opening all you have to do is like delete what squares you want gone. It's like it's almost like like that so blueprint can... of the wall is mm. like a grid almost. Hmm. And all you have to do is delete which things you want, and then you know hit build, and then the game will put it together. It's like easy to make doorways, staircases. Hmm. Like it, it all seems like very easy and intuitive. Sounds fun. And then into in addition to that, there's a whole class system. Uh, 
You know, there's a so, soldier, so, okay. constructor, outlander, and ninja. What does the outlander do? The outlander is good at um, collecting stuff and also can make some of the more, like, interesting emplacements. Like, he can make, like, I think it was, like, a big teddy bear with a bunch of, like, machine guns on it. Kind of like, like Dead Left for, Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Left 4 Dead, but yes, Dead Rising. Hmm. Um, so he can make, like, crazy stuff like that. One of his special abilities is, like, a... It's, like, a punch, like, a charged punch that not only, like, is good for combat, but also helps him, like, knock down walls faster. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's that's another thing. So, the way you get the materials to build, yeah. is everything in the open world is breakable. So you just smashed up the yeah, materials? Yeah, like even big that buildings really and houses. Fun. You just like break that. everything down, and you get the materials. Yeah, it looks neat. What and, is this made in? Unreal? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole, like, there's a whole weapon system with, with uh, you know, weapon crafting and upgrades and... You can upgrade your heroes, and there's a bunch of different heroes cards to get, and like those cards. Yeah, god damn it, Josh. Yeah, uh, you'll unlock uh, different hero cards from like the loot chests, which is I think it's like a llama pinata. <laughs> That's I I was that watching the card that I, I want. That card. It's not a card. It's it's the loot chest. I want that it's loot llama chest. Llama pinata. I want the llama pinata loot um, chest. Bust it open. Maybe you'll get a couple hero cards. Like. Say, like, I'm probably going to play Ninja, because I really like melee combat, and they're the melee specialists. Um, and uh, say, I'm, uh, say I already have, like, one Ninja hero that I'm playing as. I might get, like, another Ninja hero card that is, like, you know, it's also a Ninja, but they have, like, different passive buffs. Okay. Like, maybe a different amount of health, different mm-hmm. amount of stamina. Uh, a different amount of, like, stamina used when they swing their melee weapon. You know, stuff like that. Um yeah, it looks really in-depth with all the different stuff you can get, uh, like, the different loadouts you can set up. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it's it's all about co-op. It's four-player co-op. Uh, and just surviving against waves of zombies called husks. There are, like, a whole bunch of different ones that have, like, different elemental abilities. Do they have, like, the, the, the nicknames for them with, like, the ER on the end? Like, the spitter and the... the I'm not sure. The bloater. I'm not too sure and about that. The puncher. Yeah, I'm not sure. And the, <laughs> the, the the slurper. You can keep asking, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so Fortnite looks neat. <laughs> cool. That's, that's also coming out on Friday for anybody. Jesus. So for anybody who bought it, <clears throat> it is finally coming out in early access on Friday. The, the cheapest package is $40. Um, oh, I saw this. There's like four different editions of it yeah like the higher level editions will come with extra copies for friends oh okay that's cool yeah so get a higher one give me it no i already bought one. Oh, and i don't have enough money to buy one for you i know i know i'm just being i'm just being a jerk uh so it looks neat i can't wait to try that out um and then we've also got Oh, Doomfist was finally announced. Oh, yeah. Some, oh, you know, we should have talked about this before when we were talking about Paladins. Yeah, we should have. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, he looks like a totally Jeff character. Yes, he really does. Um, he, his main he, attack he has, is he has punching. A, a big puncher. Yeah. You yeah. can charge up a rocket punch, which will propel him forward. Rocket. And then he's also got a little wrist-mounted, punch. like, kind of turret thing that you can do, like, four or five shots with. Um, he's got, like, an uppercut... Has he actually been, like, released into the game? He's on the PTR right now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, when when he comes out, 
how many characters will they have added now? Uh, will they have added? Yeah, since the original. Well, let's see. There's Anna, Sombra, Doomfist. Uh, who am I forgetting? Arissa. I so there's four. four. There's four. Okay. So that's. I, I think that covers every class, right? Now there's one in each new class, one new character for each class. No. No. Doomfist and uh, Sombra are both attackers. Never mind. Anna. That's interesting. I always kind of thought that they would introduce new characters, like one for each class, and that would be how they go, like in, a, in sort of like a pattern like that, like rotate through the classes with new characters. Um, but I guess, you know, it's whatever they I'm want. I'm trying to, to think, because uh, Arissa's a tank. Anna's a healer. Is Arissa the, the robot? Yeah, the like centaur. That's robot right. Thing. Yeah, uh, she's pretty fun to play as actually. Hmm. I really gotta play Overwatch more. Yeah, I don't really. Play like I said, that. I've been I've been out of it for a while. I've been playing Paladins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Josh, do yes. you know what Absolver is? No, tell me about. Wait, no, I don't. I don't know what Absolver is. <laughs> okay, Absolver was announced a while ago. Uh huh. It is a very Jeff game. Okay. It is. Are you punching trees? You can punch stuff, yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, open world, multiplayer, RPG, brawler? Huh. A little bit of character action. Okay. So, all of the moves in Absolver are based on real martial arts. Um, and you can... Do you remember... Actually, I don't want to mention this game because it was a bad game. Uh, in Absolver... <laughs> You can. Yeah, you gotta tell me now. Okay, you remember Remember Me? Yes, I remember. You know how you could like set up your combos? I never played it. Okay, I never played it either. Okay, good. But I heard it was really bad. Um, but in Absolver, you build your combat deck. You you learn deck. Yes. God damn it! Stop. Yes, it, there's a deck. I don't cards? think there's actual cards. Ah. But you build your combat deck. You, okay. you you actually make your your set of different combos from these moves that you learn. And the way that you learn the moves, well, first of all, you'll you'll pick there's like the classes in Absolver are like three different combat styles. Mm -hmm. And each of their like special like abilities is either like a block or a parry. Um, and the way that you learn the new moves is when character fights you mm -hmm. uh, every time you take a hit from that move or you block it or parry it you fill up a percentage of uh, a percentage meter and when it's full you have fully learned that move and can place it in your combat deck that's cool yeah uh, so there's you know a lot of customization heavy emphasis on skillful and variable combat which mm -hmm. I love and uh, it's multiplayer. It's it's thirty bucks, which they said that um, it was not going to be a full price game. And uh, it's coming out at the end of August, and I am really excited for Absolver. Awesome. Yeah, I will have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, that sounds like something I would like too. Really? Yeah, I think that sounds interesting. I, I think I might actually play that, especially if it's only thirty bucks. Because I don't have to. I don't have to drop a full price. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I'll that also to it. like uh, like Hellblade. It's gonna be thirty bucks. Uh, yeah, Hellblade's gonna be thirty bucks. That's coming out soon. Um, I'm worried about that game. I really love Ninja Theory. They did that DMC reboot. It was awesome. Isn't it supposed to be like the spiritual successor to Heavenly Sword? No. Oh, I thought it was. No. Oh, I really liked Heavenly Sword. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. Uh, Hellblade is 
heavily story based and they talked about how it was like a it was like a triple A story in a game that wasn't like triple A content heavy. Yeah, it's like really con- it's yeah. very short but and it's like, very small. What I want the main thing that I want out of a Ninja Theory game is it's Ninja content. Theory combat. Yeah. And so if they're focusing on the story, which isn't a bad thing, I you know, I love stories in games. I I I want to write for games. Like yeah. I think stories are very important. But when I'm talking about a Ninja Theory game, I want that sweet fucking Ninja Theory combat. Like, they did such a good job with that DMC reboot, which they've been working on Heavenly Sword, so they haven't been able to make a sequel to that. But, I, like, I, I'm, I'm worried about Hellblade. Hellblade. Yeah. They weren't working on Heavenly Sword. Uh, they were working on Hellblade. My yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Heavenly Sword came out years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I... Oh, crap, I just lost my train of thought. Um, I, I would hope that it wouldn't turn out, like... I like the Order eighteen eighty six, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I would You're the hope. Only person listen, in the listen, world. listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I'm hoping that what they say when they, what they mean, excuse me, when they like, say. I didn't like, even think that story was good. Wait, I, I'm hoping that what they mean when they say that it, it's it's a it's like a triple A game, but without a triple A game's level of content, like the shooting sequences in the Order eighteen eighty six are kind of few and far between. So I really hope that what they mean is like. There's a strong emphasis on story, and you fight only every once in a while. But, that, but again, that's not what I want out of a Ninja Theory. No, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't want them to do that. Even if the story is pushed to the forefront, like, you know, God of War has always found a very good balance between telling a story and giving you a serious amount of action. I would hope that they would do something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I guess we'll just see yeah, what I mean, comes that's out. Always we'll see what, what I comes look out. For, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm worried. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Once it releases, we'll check it out more. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will most likely play it. Yeah, I know If you I can will. find the time and money for it. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing we have to talk about here is the Destiny 2 beta went live on Tuesday. Yes, it did. Um, I'm looking forward to trying it. I haven't played it. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know any. I don't. I don't know anything about Destiny Two. I did just pre-order it on Amazon to try and get a code to see if I could try it today if I feel like it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know anything about Destiny Two. Um, I yeah, so, I was I felt very slighted by the first one. Yeah. So the Destiny Two beta went up as a closed beta for people who pre-ordered it, um, and then on Friday it'll open up to everyone for like three days. Um, when does it actually come out? September. Early September. Oh, wow. So it's not too yeah, far from now. Not too far. Uh, I'm worried about Destiny 2. Uh, a lot of things that I've heard, even from people who weren't super like jazzed about the original Destiny, is that uh, Destiny 2 is like good Destiny. And when Destiny was good, it was really good. Um, well, I mean, I, that's the thing. But like, there was... But the problem with Destiny yeah. was there was so few content... And the majority of it was not good. That's that's what sucks. <laughs> like, like I I love the concept of Destiny. I love I really the variation it. of the yeah. weapons. Yeah. I love the art style. I love I the really music. Want it to be but what it, it could wasn't. Be. It wasn't fun. No, I disagree with that. No, no. For for me, because we played we played the beta together. I played it for a while. And then I stopped playing before any of those expansions came out because I felt like I had dropped $100 because I bought the digital deluxe edition. I felt that I had dropped $100 on nothing. The whole game, for me, because I never played any of the expansions, 
was the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and it didn't feel like, you know, a product that was made by one of my favorite development studios of all so, time. So, so, you, since you only had limited time to put into it. Yeah. You never I did hit see, cap, though. Yeah, but that doesn't mean shit. Okay. Because it's an MMO, and... Yeah, there is fucking, endgame content. Endgame content in MMOs doesn't need you to hit the level cap. That's it true. needs you to have the equipment. It needs you to have the combat rank. That's true. Um, which was the light levels in Destiny. Yeah. Um, so, since you you hit the level cap, which, again, I'm not trying to belittle you, but fucking, it was not a hard thing to what, do in Destiny. What was, what was the thing that's after the level cap? Light levels. That's right, light levels. And they're based off of your equipment, right? Well, they weren't initially, but now they are. So, it's, oh, so they basically... Now it's an aggregate of your equipment. Okay, so they Four. basically made it so it's like the division. Because the division was always like that. You're, no, you're, it's you're just like you any those... other MMO. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying yeah. is like, like originally division, Destiny was like yes. that. Now it's like the division. Well, okay. the division turned into that after Destiny did. So no, the... when the division first came out, it had that system in it. Oh, oh, you're saying Destiny had the update that made it like that, and then the division came out. No. No. I'm saying because once vision was not like that first. I thought it did. I thought no. it was. No, it wasn't. Hmm. It was not like an aggregate. You didn't. You didn't have that combat rank. I th- well, maybe I'm maybe I'm not thinking about combat rank. I'm thinking about like the three different categories of of numbers. Oh, but that's totally different. That's well, they were still the same. Those are your equipment. Your no, they weren't. And then you put like modifiers no, on. No, they buffers. weren't. They were different stat levels that your equipment. Oh, you're right. Would modify. You're right. I'm confusing myself. Um, Balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Destiny Two, or so. So, Destiny initially, the the light on equipment would, depending on how much light you had on each piece of equipment that you had, mm-hmm. that would e- eventually change your level. Now, equipment just is a certain level, and and like your. <laughs> The level, like the aggregate level of all of your equipment, that is what your light equals. Okay. I know it's weird. It, it's stupid. So, it's, so who do you know that's getting Destiny Two? Just about everybody I played Destiny One with. How many people is that? A lot. Wow. I was in a big because you know like we all became fed up with Destiny because it was garbage, and you know me, I needed I other things was, to play. I remember there was a time when I came into like the party chat and you were playing Destiny with all of your like Destiny buddies and I was like, this game is shit. And like everyone in the party was like, no, it's not. And then you were you were silent. No. Because at that point in time, I don't think any of the expansions had come out and you no. were just kind of playing it to play. No, I wasn't I wasn't playing with them before the expansions. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, just, I just remember that particular situation. Like you didn't say anything and they were all like, this game is no, great. I, I got I got into that clan after Taken King. Okay. Which is the expansion that made the game better. Mm. Um, I don't even fucking remember what I was going to say now. Uh, Something about butts. Yeah, okay. So I got... <laughs> yeah, okay. Butts, that's the trigger. <laughs> I, I, uh, I got into this clan after the Taken King came out uh-huh. and literally everybody in that clan is super hyped for Destiny 2. They are... They all pre-ordered it and are playing in the beta. So I was asking them what they think. Uh, but it's difficult because they all love Destiny without a doubt. And I would complete even during raids, I would say, like, the whole time, this game is garbage. <laughs> so so let me let me ask you this then. So clearly you're playing with people who are, like, diehard Destiny fans. Mm-hmm. So being someone who understands the mechanics and the ins and outs of game design, when you tell them that that game is garbage, did you ever back your argument up? Yeah, I did. So when you did that then, when you told them logically 
how things in Destiny did not make sense from a gameplay standpoint or were weak in terms of gameplay. What did they say to you? Well, I never said that the gameplay was weak. That's I'm just because saying the like as, is I don't great. I don't know what your exact the, arguments towards it were. So like when when you were so like my arguments X that, thing is garbage. What so, did they say? So my arguments mainly were that the uh, the equipment systems and the RPG systems were terrible, mm-hmm. and the level of content was garbage. Um, the, it it really sucks because as we know. Bungie is amazing at designing first-person shooter gameplay. It's like yeah. we both love Halo. It's one of our favorite series. Oh my we god, played I love it Halo. together for so long. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, Destiny, its its core combat is reminiscent of that amazing combat that they designed in Halo, which is why it feels so good. It's why you want to play that game. Yeah. Um, but their equipment system and their RPG system, like. The way that you need specific loot items to drop in order to increase your light so that you can do that high-level PvP, yes, that exists in all modern MMOs. Absolutely. But since Destiny has such a small amount of content and so few opportunities to find that equipment, so few different ways to try and get that equipment every week, it makes it frustrating. Yeah. Because you, you can't get it, and you have very oppor- few opportunities to get it. And then um, I had a lot of arguments about how they do the uh, the stats on the loot. Uh-huh. Like the like the impact and accuracy and all that shit on the guns. I think I, I remember you talking about that. You were, like, you were like, what does impact even do? Yeah, yeah. For a long time, that was very nebulous. Um, and I, they still haven't changed that. And uh, Well, hopefully it actually makes sense in the second yeah, one. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, they did change, like, weapon classifications in the second one, so maybe it's better now. Yeah. Uh, and this is another thing where, like, yeah, people listening, like, if you know something about Destiny that we don't, if you can explain yeah, absolutely. the the different stats that, you know, go together to make your character what they are, please explain them. Like, comment on it. Yeah. Well, I, I know about the, the, the character stats, but I'm talking about how they impact do that. Impact specifically. And... No, impact is only on weapons. Mm. I'm talking about... Uh, the, the character stats were, like, um, intelligence and strength, and uh, there was a third one. But they, they what, affect... Like intelligence, like, cooldowns? Intelligence is your cooldown for your ultimate. Mm. Strength is your cooldown for your melee. The other one is your cooldown for your grenade. Okay. Which totally made sense, but they've done a... They've, I believe they've done away with that in Destiny 2. Interesting. Which I think is weird. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it, was, it was the way... It was the stats on guns that, you know, like... Obviously, your weapons are such an important thing in MMOs. And, like, the stats on guns... It made each category of weapon feel a little too stiff. Mm -hmm. And kind of, like... It made you unsure about how exactly your weapon would handle. Like, you never really knew if you were... Like, if you were picking up a weapon that you thought should have, like, a shitload of power to it. Like, you were never really sure... And then you would get into the field and you'd be completely wrong and then you'd be fucked. Um, And then the other problem is, you know, those Destiny raids, there were four of them. Two of them are amazing. The other two, I would say, are garbage. (laughs) Um, And, like, honestly, like, the first time I played Vault of Glass... Like, that was an amazing piece of content. Like, I'm yeah, never I remember you telling me how much like you it. liked it. Yeah. yeah. 
and like the 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 teamwork, the cooperation, all all, all the different like tactical gameplay that you go through during those raids is amazing mm. and that's one of the main reasons why i want destiny to be good because i want to play more of those raids they're fucking amazing yeah well we'll definitely we'll definitely both try the beta yeah this um, weekend. and we'll talk about that on the next episode yeah but we are uh we're, we've been going for a while yeah, we're pushing two we're hours now slowing down so no it's okay it's okay we're good um so this let's let's bring it to a close uh this was our second episode of the podcast if you guys listen to it and you like it, uh, thank you for listening. Um, food cars. Definitely, yes. <laughs> definitely leave comments on the Facebook page. Uh, share it um, if, if you'd like to. And keep an eye out for the Patreon, like we said earlier in the show. Um, we will hopefully have that up by next week. Uh, and basically what it's going to be is you give us a dollar, um, and we're going to give you access to pre- and possibly post-show banter. Who knows if we'll actually we're have We're going to give you access but to all the pre-com. All... Oh my. You want that pre-come? Oh, wow. You got it coming. Oh, God. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you guys in about a week and a half. You want that hot pre-come? Oh, God. Yeah, you want that hot pre-come? Bye, everybody. Bye.